David's job. We don't want to take it from him. That's <laughs> no, the he's one only got one job. Exactly, he only has <laughs> one thing to do <laughs> in life. Yeah. It's the only thing his missus allows him to do. So, so yes, we'll start. Right, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, no, off to the gym, my ass. He means he's going out with, you know, he's going to sit on a date with Jim. That's what he means. <laughs> he just didn't want to say that in case Rob was listening. <laughs> so, uh, where is this on? Sorry, come on. Just checking it was all running. Yeah. Alex, is that your is that your mum? Alex. Alex, yeah. Because your mum's she's online, yeah. Yeah. See. Oh shit! Send her an invite then. Uh, how do I do that? I don't know. Yeah, I sent the wrong fella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've, already, we've already done a minute and we've not said anything of use yet. <laughs> oh, why is it not coming up? It's not even, your name isn't even coming up at the time. I'll have to copy it. Right, I sent her the invite anyway, see what this is about. Okay. Otherwise, it's just me and you doing the reviews to start with. Well, she probably won't have seen any of the games well, either, so, so we'll just crack on. There's nobody <laughs> listening yet. Oh, no, there is. Stephen's here. He's obviously, oh, right. obviously it's still a good time for him. <laughs> so we'll start right, with the. With? We'll oh, start yes. with the Leicester Arsenal because that was the first one. Right. None of you had That was this. a bit of a shock. And yeah. a bit of a shock, wasn't it, really? Yeah, none of you had this. Did you watch the game Um, Yeah, I did, yeah. sort of. I've watched it. It was on, you know what I mean? But I was... Yeah. I was falling asleep watching it because it's, like, late here. So, I'm just like... <laughs> and it's not very... It wasn't the most exciting match, I didn't think. No, it was okay, though, because Arsenal played quite well, actually. You know, yeah, he, he's got them doing all right at the moment, doesn't he? It's a bit of a surprise, isn't it? A big surprise, I'd say, more than a bit of a surprise. Because we were uh, all doing him down, weren't we? The way he's, uh, he started off and the way he did players. But he's getting a tune out of them lately, so, you know, good luck to the guy. Oh, they don't. I mean, every time I watch them, I think I, I know you said they played uh, well in this match. A good but... win at Leicester. Not, not, not many people are going to beat Leicester like that. You know, know Leicester mean? have been poor. That's what I mean. All season, Leicester have been really poor this season. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they, they've not been as good as last year, have they? At all. They're starting to look like a Rodgers team at last. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. I think it's linked with the Newcastle team, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, that was a good win, you know. You know, they they played all right, Arsenal. They played well, and as you say, Leicester were a bit wishy-washy, typical uh, Brendan Rodgers side. You know, they they got a lot of good players there, but they never produced them there at the weekend. So, how did Evans not get sent off? Now you know what rate Evans, but yeah, that was a red card all yeah. day long, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, Trisha. Uh, Alex Evans, good player to Evans, but 
that I was very there uh, got sent off was a bit of a surprise to me as well. He actually had a shocking game, you know. I like, you know, I rate him so like it's not like me just having a yeah. dig because he's ex man you or anything. He was just awful. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh, well. it was. I mean, he's one of those players that normally you can rely on, but he had an absolute. Yeah. Mess. So did most of their team, to be honest. They just. Yeah, um, no, they, they, they did not have very much at all. Especially attacking wise. The strange like with Mario, they wait. Yeah, maybe no, maybe it is going. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe he needs a rest. Uh, they look a bit wishy-washy at the moment, and uh, and you know they could be doing a lot better. They're still not doing bad, but they could be doing a lot better. They're a better side than what they're showing at the moment. Indeed, he didn't play, did he? No, no, he didn't. No. Nah, that, that, that's a, good, a big thing. He's a big player for them, and he? he is a big player. Yeah, I think that's probably a big part of it. Yeah, because he, uh, my mum said she hasn't got her headphones, so she can't join. All oh, right, okay, it's fine. So it's just me and you still. <laughs> right, well, okay, well, mate, well, that's well, okay. Sorry, what was we? Uh, yeah, the um, without Ndidi, they they're very open defensively. I think. I think he's a yeah, massive yeah. part of their defence, and they really struggled without him. Yeah, that, maybe that's why Adam has never had such a good game, you know, because uh, he does protect uh, the back four there, like and yeah, you don't, uh, go on. You don't. You don't get the uh, players running at them in the same way with him there, because he tends to take. No. You know, he tends to go with them, whereas they had, yeah. you know, Arsenal had players able to run at them there, because he wasn't there. Yeah. I think. I think that might have been a big part of it. And they've done well. They, they created quite a few chances actually. I, I don't think they played great at Arsenal, but they did create quite a few chances, and. Uh, they're doing quite well at the moment. So, you know, for what he, the way he started, I think they're doing really well, Arsenal. And uh, say all power to Arteta. I'm not his biggest fan, but he's doing the business, so you can't really argue with him, can you? Yeah, well, you know, it's only short term. So to see in the long term whether he's turned it round or whether he's just having a yeah. good run. I mean, we've seen with Ole, it doesn't mean he's any good. He has good runs like this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It might be that he's he's figured it out and he's got the players together. Because a big part of the problem was the um, the players weren't listening to him because they don't like him. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, it, maybe that's sorted out now. Maybe they've started to listen. Maybe because you know they haven't got a future if they don't start playing, and uh, they've got to, they have to do something, and it has definitely improved. So hopefully he may, may turn the corner. Yeah, hopefully, eh? Oh, is this an Arsenal fan I like speaking? Arsenal. <laughs> I do like Arsenal as a club, to be honest with you. I do. Oh. I'm a big fan. I like the way they play the game. Really? I, I did at times under Wenger. They were brilliant to watch, you know, in the early days with Vieira. And yeah. That. But... The Invincibles, the when they had the Invincibles, they were a fantastic side, weren't they? That's the only one race. Still the best player I've ever seen in my life, I think. So, and when Absolutely they had, the, you know, they had power and patience as well as just 
But when he yeah. started changing over to small players or everywhere, they kind of lost yeah. their way a bit and they became less interesting to watch. And I don't think they've ever recovered from that, to be honest. No, he's a hard act to follow, Wenger. Yeah, yeah, that was a big thing. And Bill yeah. even, that was a big thing, you know. They seem to go down, downhill after that. Um, mm. Be Everton next, except you can't really go much further downhill, can you? <laughs> no, no, we certainly can't. But when your stadium starts, you're going to be hamstrung by it as well, aren't you? Yeah, we may be, but uh, you've got to move at the times, haven't you? So yeah. I think it'll be a good move for us, but you never know. It's going to be a long-term thing, isn't it? Anyway, so we have there, yeah. we have, we, we're not supposed to be talking about you lot. We're supposed to be talking about uh, no, no, no. Leicester Arsenal. Where, where were we? Uh, so what do we think of Leicester? I mean, we know we know Arsenal. It's just a wait and see how Arteta gets on now, whether he's turned the corner or yeah. whether it's just a, you know, a, a, a good run while the players look at, you know, those ones that want to get out, get out. Maybe they're just performing yeah. to get out. We don't, you, you can't tell, can you? I know the fans no, love that Ramsdale. They've really taken yeah, it Yeah, And he made a cracking save, didn't he? A world-class save that was that he made. And, uh, yeah, it was a good, very you know, good save. I'm not sure world-class is really... Oh, I'd say, I'd say it was a world-class save. How he got to that, I just don't know. Oh, Raz, I'd and, be, uh, you, you know, I think you've been watching Pickford too long because I'd be really disappointed if Alisson let that in. Would you, yeah? Yeah, no, damn right. No, he would I mean, if he didn't save that, I'd be shocked and saying, God, what's up with him? He's having an off day. Because that's the kind of thing I'm he does. But then, but then uh, Alison's that good. Maybe it's a bit unfair to judge on what he can do. And yeah, then, it, and yeah, then say, good. that's what you, you know, because like he is, in my opinion, the best in the world. So maybe I should, I should you know, I, I, that's the problem is I'm comparing him to players like him. Clements, Grobelard, that would pull off these ridiculous saves all the time. And you you get so yeah. used to it. Neville Southall was the same. They just pulled off these amazing, you know, you just saw them and you thought, wow. But it was all the time. So maybe you just, when it's other players, you, you, you forget that they're not that level. And so, you, you nah. yeah, maybe, yeah. I should, maybe you're right. Maybe it is world-class save. And I'm just, because I'm looking at, it, you know, comparing it to all, world-class goalkeeper I'd expect to save it well of course because it's a world-class keeper you know so yeah yeah so yeah you, you maybe have a point I should take that I'm going to take that back about that save because it's hard for me to judge but um Leicester right, do, do you think they're in, do you think they're uh, going to be in trouble this season no but I don't think they're going to challenge for anything uh, I was thinking they'd be top five Maybe knocking on the door of top four if Arsenal or one of the others faltered. Uh, sorry, if uh, United faltered, I thought, oh, we might be in with a shout. But now I really don't think that they're top four material. No, I, not at the moment. I didn't think they'd be top four. I thought they'd finish fifth or sixth. You know, they'd be battling for the uh, Europa League and Conference League. But they're beginning to look like they might struggle to get in the top half now. Yeah, yeah. Can't see it. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll improve as the season goes on because they've got better players than most of the teams around them. But still, they need to yeah. pick it up soon. They do, yeah. The fault to them. And uh, you wouldn't expect them to lose. I know none of us picked it, but you wouldn't expect them to lose to Arsenal. Mm. You know, when you look at the strength of the two sides, 
But, you know, there are things happening in football and, you know, you can't, you're not going to play well every week, but that was a bit of a shock of them, yeah. you know, this week. Speaking of shocks, we'll move on to the Burnley Brentford because none of you got this right either. None of you had Burnley down to win. No, and they were they were three 0 up Hell yeah. after no longer, and had one disallowed as well. But they uh, good good results and didn't need it. By all didn't the really they hammered them as well. Win. Yeah, I've seen the highlights of it, and uh, they had a few, quite a few other chances to. Well, I expected Brentford to get, get at least a draw, but you know, fair play to Sean Dice. You know, he, he gets results, doesn't he? When maybe he shouldn't. And that's all, all power to the man. He's a he's a good manager. He's a very good manager. Been unlucky with results in the other games, though, wasn't he? So he still ended up three points. You know, they're still like in the relegation yeah. zone, even though they won. I mean, how unlucky can you get? You finally get that your win, get up and going. Yeah, finally yeah. get up and running, and every bugger around you does as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just sod's law, oh. isn't it? Yeah, but he's. Uh, and there's a couple of good goals as well, you know what I mean? They, no, Brentford win, innit? Until they got the late goal, but they—I uh, I like Brentford, but they were not as good as Burnley. Burnley played them off the park, and that's a strange one for me because they haven't been playing very well. But Dice will always get a tune out of his players, and they have got some decent players there. And you know, I like Sean Dice. I don't want them to go down. I think they're too good to go down. Yeah, it would be a surprise if they went down, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not the greatest side in the world, but they're certainly not the worst, are they? Yeah, and he, no, he seems to have the... He knows, he knows how to get... The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he seems to know how to get the, you know, the tune out of them just at the right moment to pick up the right results yeah. when they need it. So you'd have to fancy them, and Brentford look like they've done enough to keep to give themselves a shot at least. They still take points off people, Brentford, because yeah. they're decent. Hard work and outfits. I know they were great uh, at the weekend on Saturday, but you know they've got enough to stay up. They really have. They've got goal scorers. That's the key. Yeah, they, they haven't yeah. been. They didn't score the last couple. Of, you know, they didn't score the goals they should have against Chelsea. Admittedly, they were poor in that, but they've still they can score goals. Though when they created the chances, it was just bad luck. They were just hitting everything straight at the keeper in that game. Yeah, I can see yeah. in another game that won't happen, and they'll no. they'll score a hatful like, and they will score goals. So I think they've got a good chance of staying up. Yeah, that's a very good chance. Be interesting to see what Burnley do in January. Yeah, they, they've got a bit of money now, haven't they? I think yeah. they might buy it there, or there's going to be a couple of decent loans, I think. The, I uh, think they've, they've got to sign players, really, haven't they, with their squad? Yeah, yeah, they need a few players. They do need a few players. Yeah, definitely. If there's one, if there's one team you look at and you go, they need to buy, it's them. Yeah. Not even Kino. Yeah, yeah, I did the team review the other day and their team, God, the, the players are like 85 years old, all of them. 
There's just like like there's there's like a couple of youngsters and Cornet who's twenty five and they brought in a like a twenty five year old and a twenty six year old in the summer. So I uh, like uh, you know there's uh, McNeil's about the only one that's young in the you know virtually in their squad. He's yeah de- desperately need to bring in some younger players. And I think they will. I think they they've got a bit of money now and you know hopefully they'll sign a couple of players and they'll. I sort of expect them to be around mid-table, finish mid-table. Yeah, yeah, and me. They tend to just climb up, don't they, are they? as soon as it gets good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll get results. We'll move on to the uh, next game then, and you were the only one that had even close to right on this, because you had the right result, though not the right score, and that's Liverpool versus Brighton, because you had one Yeah. One. I fancy that to get a bit of a draw there. Uh, they're a good side, you know. And they set up nice and they play nice football. It's not and, just And that. one thing... No. Go on. No, I was just going to say Basuma was back for them. And that makes a huge yeah. difference. He's their key player. Everything revolves around Basuma for them. He's by far and away their yeah, best player. He, yeah, he's really good. And he had, I don't think he'll be there come January. I think someone's going to go for him. Could be Liverpool, but... I don't know who's going to go for him, you know, per se, but he is a quality player. Everyone will be tapping for him. The only thing that would worry me is if I was looking at him, I'd be saying, what about this court case, the driving bar? Yeah. There's a few issues with him hanging around with the wrong people. I, I... I think that might that might you know help Brighton out because he might end up stuck there because nobody wants to take a chance on him. That's the thing, Trish. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a couple difficult. of players who are like that. Yeah. If he gets convicted, for instance, he won't get a work permit, will he? No, no. So he could be in trouble. And will Liverpool take a chance on him? Liverpool could do with him. Oh, he'd and uh, he'd be a really? great signing for Liverpool. Would he, uh, are they going to take the chance on him? The other one that, be, uh, that he'd be good for would be Chelsea to replace, you know, as Kante's long-term replacement. Because Kante's obviously yeah. picking up a few injuries now. Starting to need time out. Schumer, he's as close as you get to Kante without being Kante. Yeah. He's slightly different, more attacking and, you know, um, bigger so he's better in the air and stuff like that. But, you know, he's a much better on the ball, but he's not quite as good off the ball. But he's what? Mm. Oh, he's, he's possibly as you know. He's possibly well. He's borderline world class as well, like Kante was at Leicester. You know what I mean? He's at that level yeah. for me. Where he is a very good player. Yeah, I think he made a huge difference in that match against Liverpool. Because they just. You know what surprised me about Brighton, and I was very happy to see. He went two 0 down. And they didn't panic. No, no. And that's that's a, that's a sign of a decent side. They never started whacking the ball or they, they created some really good chances. And, mm. and uh, I think Liverpool should have won the game. To be honest with you, but I don't think they're doing a lot. They don't. They, I didn't think they'd get back. I was hoping they'd get back, obviously, but they uh, they still held in there. Started playing good football. Which Potter, Potter's teams do, and he's a, you know, they didn't panic at all, and they come out with the points, and they deserve the points for me. And I, they probably deserved all three, to be honest. 
But yeah, I, I think they they probably they grew up they could probably go home feeling hard done by they didn't get a win there. Personally, I, I much as I hate yeah. to say it, I mean what he did was brilliant. And um, Potter, I'm talking about, he, he didn't he didn't not yeah. only did he not panic. He didn't bottle it. You know, like so many, when they're losing to Liverpool, they just go, oh, everybody back yeah. in defence. You watch Atletico last night. They just dropped off. Yeah. He did the exact opposite. He pushed an, he pushed extra men forward. Instead of just having one up, he had three up. So suddenly there was two yeah. defenders were covering <laughs> three men. And Henderson didn't yeah. seem to know how to, to react to it. The defenders didn't know how to react to it, and he ended up just let, you know, pulling back the uh, full-backs, which is obviously Liverpool's main attack. What they should have done is midfielders should have dropped in, really, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You don't let the full-backs are too, too crucial to the way Liverpool play. But they, they did, yeah. so, and I think that cost them badly because they, they couldn't figure out how to, how to respond to what Potter did. No, no. And I think... But, uh... It was a good game, wasn't it? I thought it was a good game. Some some really nice football played. I thought Liverpool should have went on and won it. When you were two 0 up, I didn't expect Brighton to get right back in the game. I thought they might get a goal, but I didn't think they'd get right back in the game and be as good as Liverpool second half. They were as good as the you know. Must be said, um, Van Dijk had a stinker. And when he has yeah, a stinker, he when he has game. a stinker. It's like, you know, Liverpool do seem to be all over the place. And he was terrible. A bit like the Aston Villa game last season with a 7-2 one. Yeah. He had that similar kind of performance. It's some games he just seems like he doesn't care. You know what I mean? He's just strolling he's, around. He like seems to switch off. Yeah, he I mean, it, there was one me. point, their first chance, you know, at the, the, the broke through, everyone was blaming somebody. I can't remember who else was getting the blame, but if you watch it, he's gone right out onto the right wing where, you know, where Trent normally is. He's gone right out there chasing somebody and then he's not bothered to, he's not even tried to get back. He's still walking, if you watch. He's not even back, you know, when the play, you know, they've managed to break through and attack and have a shot and that. And the keeper saved yeah. it, and he's still out on the. He's still not back in his position. By the time you know the, the keeper's looking to throw it out, I mean you're thinking, what's he doing? He's just strolling. And at that moment, that was when I thought, oh, we're gonna be, we could be in trouble here. And that was right at the start. I just thought, if he's having a game like that, if somebody doesn't give him a kick up the ass, we've got a problem here, and nobody's it. And that, you know, they didn't. They took advantage of it, and fair play to him. Yeah, it was a, but as I say, it was a really good game to watch, I thought. Some lovely football play, especially first half by Liverpool. They were excellent. Uh, but, you know, as I say, credit to Brighton. They, uh, they battled away. They played some good football and well-deserved the points, I'd say so. And they, got you, it. and they got you a point. And they got me a point. Yeah. So, yeah. it win for you, really, isn't it, Bill? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so we'll go on some Man City Palace. Did you see this one? Yeah, I'll get, I've seen the highlights of it. I didn't watch the whole, whole game, but I've seen the highlights of it. And what a strange one! That. Nobody had that one, wasn't it? Nobody had no, that one. <laughs> you all to. got that wrong. Oh my god, I can't I believe. Know, they had another couple of good chances that they could have won by three or four. You know, they did have a couple of some good chances. And uh, I didn't fancy Vieira for the job, I'll be honest with you. 
I thought they really struggled. But they've had a few, mm. quite a few good results, you know. Yeah. They should have been there. I smoked the other week. They, they, you know, go to City and get a 2 0 win. Vieira you know, tends to start well, so you know, it's sit back, wait, and let's see if he can keep it going because that's what usually yeah. happens. He's, he starts well, they do really well his teams, and then over time they just gradually get worse. So, yeah, so, I'm not long, I'm not over nothing, but you know, he has he has had some good uh, some good results. And, I, you know, you can only say well done to him. Really? Yeah, I mean, he might have learned from his, you know, the previous mistakes. So, like, you know, this could be the step where he stops this, you know, the normal where they tail off after a good result. But it's got to be said, City are—they're not the City of old, are they? Even though sometimes they pull out not, great no. results, you know, the usual big wins, it's—they're not as convincing as normal. They don't look the same team this season. I don't think that Grealish fits whatsoever, you know. I'm not uh, picking on Grealish here. I think he's a talented guy. Bit of a diver and all that, a bit of a mass bar. But what you, he doesn't fit into the ethos of Manchester City. He hides. He doesn't get involved enough. And, you know, when you're like, trying to replace Silva or whatever, you know, he's just not anywhere near that level. And for a hundred million, I think they made a bad bad buy there. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to replace because that was who you're trying to replace is David Silva, like you mentioned, not Bernardo, obviously, because yeah. um, he he's not not in the same class. David Silva's a special talent, yeah. and you spend a hundred million to replace him, which is basically what they've done, and they've bought someone who's not yeah. even half the player. And I know David Silva's know. a special special player, but. If you're spending a hundred million on a player to replace someone, they need to be a special player as well. They really do, yeah. But they need to fit, and he doesn't oh, yeah. fit that side. You know, he doesn't move it as quick. He gets caught on the ball, and he's very safe at the moment. I don't know whether it's just in trying to bend into the side, but he's very safe. He doesn't go around people or or try the elaborate stuff. It's all sideways passing with him. And he, ju- he just doesn't look right. And they, why they never bought a striker instead of the Grealish will come back and haunt them this season because they're not good enough at the moment to be you know, at the top of the league. That, you you said about be. him playing safe, by the way. That's something that's... Um, Pep actually took him aside after signing him and said he wasn't happy with his statistics at Villa. That was one of the things, or before he signed him, I can't remember which now it's, and said about him, because what he does is, at Villa, he tended to try passes that were risky, and so often he'd lose possession. And Pep basically told him that at City, we need to keep possession more. And so all of a sudden... That's a mistake for me. Yeah, that's probably why he's playing... That's not his game, is it? Yeah, he doesn't... I think he's just being too careful to maintain possession to do what the you know do what Pep's told him so that might come good in time that might be something that they'll sort out between them over the you know over the months that he's playing for them he'll get the hang of it he'll figure it out he'll get braver and, and that might be one part that should improve but I still don't see him as the right fit for the way they play no and it don't look good defensively Tristan they, they look very shaky for, for me at the back you know, and I think they've got some good players, but Left they don't, you know, 
Yeah. That's the issue. But, uh, they haven't got one. Yeah. No, they haven't, no. I mean, you know, Mendy's obviously... Got, I mean, that's a bit of a problem, but he was crap anyway. Yeah, um, I'm not a Mendy fan. Yeah, he's an awful player. I don't know why they bought him. Yeah. He just... But, like, obviously, with his uh, no, off-field issues... Yeah, you're not... You're not expecting him... Oh, fuck. I keep forgetting to switch the sound off on my phone. Uh, yeah, you're not expecting him to... Uh, come back this season so they've got a problem there what's his face yeah, he have, yeah. doesn't he the uh, Ukrainian lad who's not at GLF yeah. back anyway he's more of a midfielder uh, yeah well, he's a good player mm, yeah. what's, those, uh, what's his style of, no oh, I can't remember his name now you know what I mean anyway and then there's, yeah yeah, lad, yeah. yeah and then yeah. The, the, it looks a bit like Kevin De Bruyne basically and yeah, then the, knows, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Cancelo, who's a right back, and he's the better right back of the, the ones they've got, which is a <laughs> bit of a yeah, you know. Yeah. So you're moving the better player from right back to left back, so you're losing the the improvement that he could have brought to right back. So it's no wonder they're struggling. It's very strange though, because Laporte and Diaz on paper, that looks a perfect port pairing, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Diaz more than Laporte, but. Yeah, they them two don't look as solid as what they did last season. And uh, you know, I, I, th- I think they're, they're going to struggle to get to the top of the league. You know where they're hoping to be. They are they're too inconsistent at the moment. They go to Brighton and win four-one the week before last, and then lose at home to Crystal Palace. That's not champion winning side. You know, forms it really. Yeah, but I do think the other teams, you know, Liverpool and Chelsea will both drop points as well yet this season. So they might, you know, so they, they'll still be, I still think they'll be there and thereabouts. You know, at the end I'm of the so season. I'm sure, you know, I think they've got to buy someone. They might do it in January, might. Exactly. Like but they're a bit superless at the moment. It's all right. It's all this uh, ticky-tacky passing and, you know, mm. 100 passes to uh, to get to create a chance like Barca used to. But it's not great in the Premier League because you get out-battled. And they got out-battled by, uh, by Crystal Palace on Saturday. And it wasn't good, was it? it wasn't good. No, they were, the Palace deserved to win. It's not like it's a um, no, no. fluke result or anything. They des- definitely deserved it. No, it wasn't it. a fluke result. Yeah, so. absolutely they did. Yeah, so... Uh, we may as well move on though then. It's not I don't think we can say anything else on that, can we? Anything else to add? No. No, so, no, no. We'll move on to Newcastle Chelsea. And you all had the right result, but Deeps actually had the correct score as well, the jammy little git. Oh right, he would have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would uh yeah, three nil to Chelsea. Obviously I think we all knew it was just a case of how many they'd win by. That yeah, was the only it thing, was... wasn't it? Yeah, it was what we all, all fancied uh, Chelsea to win, obviously. But Newcastle are a very, very poor side. And, you know, they've got all, they're getting all this money and they're going to be this fantastic side. It's going to be challenging to top four in a couple of years' time. My ass, they're not. They're, they're a very poor outfit. And they're in danger of going down with the I can see gone. them going down especially with Graham unless they replace Graham Jones quickly because he's all did you see the formation he put out against Chelsea 
Now I know where they hooked up the formation. Nine defenders, one midfielder was basically what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was just everybody and, hold back, you know, and there was no change even when... And I read today that they go... I read today that they're looking at Eddie Howe. Uh, oh, yeah, I read. That uh, man, it's his job. My God, that'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? It's sadly the, it's sadly the man to bring, uh, to bring uh, trophies, is it? No, unless it's a short-term deal until they appoint someone, they can get someone who's top quality. That's the only thing I can think. Well, Eddie Howe may not get him to survive. He's not that type of manager. No, exactly. It seems a very strange choice. I can't understand why they're even thinking about it. No, I can't, no. But I don't think they actually know much about football, the brutes, you know, the people that bought them as such. You know, they're not Football yeah. people are they? They're outside as business people who have come in to buy a football club, so they've got to live yeah. their way in. They've probably got a little bit. I'd say they've probably got a little bit more knowledge than the new Wrexham owners, you know, um, Ryan Reynolds and that other yeah. guy, Rob McLean, whatever his name is. Here, yeah, them two. I'd say they're probably a bit above them in terms of they've been watching the game for longer, so they've got a bit more knowledge. But they're not exactly knowledgeable owners, you know. They're not like immersed in the game, like. So uh, no, again, they're, they're, they're going to be similar. I can see them making similar kind of mistakes to the ones Man United have been making, and it being a yeah, really just buying players, yeah, buying names rather than the right ones. Because otherwise, the first thing they should have appointed was a director of football, a Ralph Ranick yeah. or something like that. Even even as the manager, a Ralph Ranick or someone like that. Who's look what he's done for uh, for the Red Bull sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you bring uh, someone like him in. Yeah, you bring someone like him in. He comes in as the manager as well for the first few months just to get things steadied and get them out of relegation trouble or if they get relegated, get you know, get just to steady the ship, sort things out and see what needs doing and then he he, he steps up to director of football in the summer and you bring in the manager you want. You know the works. Think so, wouldn't you? You wouldn't think so. That'd be the way forward. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be the way forward I think for them. Well, yeah. uh, take nothing away from Chelsea, you know. He, he scored three goals, and they're a good side, Chelsea. Yeah, uh, you know, they're going to be though, right up there. Oh yeah, no, that'd definitely be up there. But it wasn't a test that one. That was no, just strolling in the you've park. You've still got to beat them, haven't you? You've still got to go. And beat oh yeah, them. and, and they've they done it have... very, very comfortably. And to be fair, they didn't have either of their strikers. No, no. Mind, Timo Werner doesn't exactly score a lot, so they probably did. it wasn't so. It was, to be honest, this is if you're going to be missing your best players for a game this season, yeah. you'd choose it to be against Newcastle if you could, wouldn't you? <laughs> to be honest, and, and Norwich last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're going to lose them, they're the games you want, and Watford, obviously. Hey, Bill. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, absolutely, yeah. Watford. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the you just can't. There's no hope for Newcastle, and Chelsea are definitely a title contender. Uh, whether their luck will hold, like against, like they had against Brentford, or whether it'll, because th- this is the thing: the injuries, like last season for Liverpool, they didn't affect them immediately when we lost all the defenders. The injuries didn't yeah. cause a problem, so it immediately it was after a while it started to to become a problem as other teams figured out how to. Uh, take advantage of it and so it'll be a couple of weeks before people get at Chelsea you know figure out how to get at Chelsea 
if those players are still out, and I can't see it because I think they'll be back, but after the uh, international, after the international break, 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 yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, yeah, I see. What you mean. I think they, uh, I think they'll be fine once they get, uh, you know, once they get them back, and yeah, they'll be, they'll be alright. I mean, they're 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 definitely challenging. It's just whether they win it or come top three that's the yeah, only can be top three won't they yeah can be yeah. top three you're not looking at a team there that's going to drop drop down out of, the, out of the Champions League places it's which of the top three places they occupy yeah, yeah. it's the and, same for the three teams mm. up there really isn't it you know Man City are faltering Liverpool are playing well you know they're really doing well they're going to lose Mane and they're going to lose Salah for a few games it's how they get on in them games without them and if yeah. you get a couple of injuries, you just don't know. But that three are going to be up there, I think. Uh, Chelsea is certainly one of them teams that mm. could win the title. I'm not saying yeah. they are, but they've got, they've got a chance of winning the title. Very good chance, uh, I'd say. Yeah, it's a good chance. Now we're on, we'll go on to your next. We'll go on to your favourite team versus Southampton, Watford. Yeah. <laughs> what was the, the scorecast there? Southampton won. Yeah, you were the only one that had the correct result. Everybody else had it as uh, the other one. Well, no, Deeps had it as a draw, actually. He changed it. Alright. So you had the you were the only one that got a point for that one. I'll, I'll be back on every team against Watford because I think they're bloody awful. I really do. But, uh yeah, don't back Everton against them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> They're going to be in trouble. I don't think they've got much at all going for them. Normally, you know, they've got Everton on a really good day. I wonder if they've changed their uh, fitness coaches because normally by mid-season, like you know, uh, uh, December, January time, they start having half their players out with, uh, you know, um, muscle injuries and fatigue yeah. and stuff like that they don't seem to have they seem to have fitness problems with their coaching staff I don't know if they've changed it now or whether they've still got the same ones but that's been going on for years you'd think somebody would look at that yeah yeah you would yeah, they're a strange side though aren't they and, uh, mm. and I watched the game and sometimes by far the better team you know they, they could have won by quite a few and you know, and I don't think Southampton are great, but they played they played well against Watford. But most teams are going to play well against Watford because I think they're very close on it. Yeah, that's true. It's of all the teams you're going to want going to face, they're one of those ones that you can look good against. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Southampton are very but odd side. They are. Yeah, they can. You know, I've seen them this season and they played awful, but. They played well. They played well against Watford, but it is only Watford. But they did play well, and it could have been three or four. Yeah, you, you say know, it's only Watford, a... but you know, not every team's managed to play well against them, have they? Just saying. absolutely not. No, just saying. <laughs> just like to point that out because I enjoy pointing that one out. <laughs> I do enjoy mentioning that. So, I want to, don't even have to say which team I'm referring to because you know. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly do, yeah. 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 Do you think Southampton will be in trouble? I, I don't think they're going to have a great season. I expect them to finish 
maybe 14th, 15th, mm. around there. You know, they're not, I don't think they're going to get involved in the relegation battle. But I don't think they're going to finish halfway either. Yeah. I think that that type of team, you know, I don't think they're good enough. I think they need players. Mm. And, you know, losing the likes of Ings and that, who was a fantastic player for them. He carried them last year, you know, and if they haven't got him, they haven't got a lot going for them up front. Yeah, and definitely Watford will be in the relegation battle along with Newcastle. I think you can yeah. definitely put those two in there. So. And Norwich are down, aren't they? I think yeah, are down. I think it's they're just battling for the which of the other spots they get, and it really because Norwich are dead and buried, aren't they? Long ago. You'd think so, yeah. You really would. And you'd expect Burnley and Brentford to escape it. Yeah. That really leaves Newcastle, Watford, maybe Southampton if they have a bad run. Maybe Leeds if they don't fix their, their run. Villa maybe if they yeah. don't sort themselves out and that's about it really, unless Everton have a stinking second half of the season like you know, don't fix and it like that plus us, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well we'll, we'll we'll move on to Spears Man U anyway next. No surprise here, is it? Ollie gets the result he needs to save absolutely his job again. Not. <laughs> even though even though none of you's apart from Deeps went for a Man United win. No, I didn't. Uh, do you know what? Spurs are a bit of a mess of a club, aren't they? You know, mm. uh, Nuno ended up getting the sack, but he was a bad appointment for me from the start for a team like Spurs. You know, Spurs have got ideas of grandeur and they want, they want to be involved in, you know, the, the Super League. And how can a team who play like Spurs be anywhere near a Super League team, you know, if it would ever come off? They're, they're a bit of a mess of a club. Mm. And, you know, they disappoint all the time. The supporters must be tearing their head out. They've got some good players. And, you know, but they've got the likes of Annie Winks and that who gets a game and... And, yeah, you know, they are a bit of a mess of a side. I'm not a fan of Spurs at all. They're not, uh, well, obviously, because you said you got a soft spot for Arsenal, so you're not going to like Spurs. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they are terrible. I mean, Man United are an awful side, and they smashed them apart. So, like, you know. You yeah, they did, yeah. Doesn't say a lot for Spears, does it really? I mean, no, it doesn't. You could understand why Nuno got the sack. Let's put it that way. But yeah, I think they've got problems there. You know, Spears. I think there's internal problems. Yeah. You know, they've got good players. They've got good players. I mean, a lot of good players. They should be up there looking, and I don't think they would, but maybe to get top four, top five, up top six. Yeah, but at the moment, they're nothing like that side. No, they, they shouldn't have kept Kane. They should have sold him. Yeah, that'd have been the best thing for everyone. They could have reinvested that money and got a couple of really good players for that money. But you know what? Uh, they're always going to be like that with Levy, aren't they? You know, Levy's a law unto himself. It's a really odd one because you can't... You know, he, they had the agreement you can't understand what on earth he was thinking because it made no sense to hang on to him. The money would have been far more useful. He wanted to yeah. go. It was never going to be... Yeah. You know, there's no reason you can think of why they turned it down. 
in my opinion, anyway. I know Keynes no. was a good player for them, but not for that kind of money, and especially when he wants to go. That's the yeah, big thing. If he wants to it? go, take the money and reinvest it and buy yeah. really good players, you know? Yeah, somebody who actually and, wants to be at the club. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, you've got to have for your club players who want to play for you and, you know, are willing to bust a gut to get there. Harry looks well out of sorts, doesn't he? I'm a massive fan of Harry Kane. I think he's a very talented player. But... He doesn't want to be there, and it shows in every game he's played. Yeah, he's been terrible. So it's a bad situation. It's a bad situation, but, you know, the, the supporters must be tearing their hair out, you know. He actually got booed when he came off uh, against uh, Man United. Yeah. Which yeah. wasn't nice to see. It wasn't nice to see. Mm. But you can understand the supporters. If he's not giving 100%, which he's not doing at the moment, and then it's affecting the likes of Son, who's a fantastic player, but he's not getting the service because Harry's not giving him the service and he's not playing alongside him as a two like they do normally, like they did last year. And it's affecting his game as well because he hasn't been anywhere near what he was last season. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's a really difficult thing for him. And he signed a new deal, so he wants to be there. So. Yeah, and he's the type of player you want, but he's going to need players around him. He can't do it on his own. Yeah. And they needed to invest, and they never, and that's been a big, big mistake for Tottenham. Yeah, they, I mean, I don't understand the thinking, but you know, they've done, they made their own mess, they got a lie in it now, because they're not going to get it fixed yeah. anytime soon, are they? Can't see a January well, fair, move happening. Fair play to United, though. They played well. And they deserve to win 3 0. Coming off the back of the 5 0 loss to Liverpool, you know, he needed that, Ollie. But all it's done is give them a stay of execution. And I don't think that's going to shoot United. I think they should either back him or sack him. Preferably sack him if it was up to me, but... Oh, whoa, 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 don't be saying that, Bill. Back him. They should be backing him, obviously. <laughs> New contract. Never get I'm rid of him. I'm alive. Oh, what do we do? You don't want to be saying things like that, Bill. Someone might be listening <laughs> and think, oh, that's a good idea. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> Oh. Well, he's just doing enough, isn't he? He's just doing enough. Even in the Champions League, they got a two-all draw later on. Oh, no, when they was him, he's, rec- he's wrecking it for them, isn't he? He's just every yeah, time... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> every time it's looking like he, uh, you know, Ole's about to get the sack, Ronaldo pops up and scores. Yeah, gets him out of jail all the time. And, but they're, they're still not a great side, are they? He's just... I know they were, they were playing really well. You know, fair play to them. He stepped up. But you can't do it one week and then play like they did against Liverpool the next week. You can't do that. They need some consistency and they're just not a consistent side. You know, they're, they're not a good side. Got some great players, don't get me wrong. Some really good players. But they're not a side who's going to be challenging for honours this year. I wouldn't have thought so. I might be wrong, but... There's not a team are. there, is there? There's, a, no, there's players, great players, 
Yeah. That was a great team. No, and that's down to the coaching. You know, should they really have character, feeling, players like that, you know, coaches like that, they're not good enough for Manchester United, are they? No, they should no, never have been. Why bring Feedham back? I don't understand it. He was terrible last time round. You know, last time they had him, but... Yeah. I, I can't see why, and I don't think I think Carrick was a great player, loved him as a player, but as a coach, you know, they've got to be coaching players to play better than what they are doing. I, I don't know whether it's an inferiority because of some of the big names they've got, and you know, and they're finding it hard to, you know, try and motivate them players. But they look a shadow of a Man United side. To me. Yeah, they're not a, they're not what you expect at all. So, uh, not from no, a United side. You expect an attacking, in, you know, attacking and um, exciting yeah. team to watch, and they're just not. They're just t- dire to watch. And I know I've seen some of the fans saying they were good to watch last night, but I don't know. I don't know what they were watching. I'll do words. They weren't great last night either. No, they were lucky to, you know, injury time uh, equaliser. Don't know. I think Atlanta are a good side, but they, that's not the United that the fans are hoping for. They want a bit of consistency. They want uh, the United style of playing, blood yeah. and guts and skill, you know. And they're not getting that. They're, they're a bit too wishy washy for me, United. It's not enough attacking. They're, you know, they're, they're far too defensive-minded. Safety first with Ole. Yeah. And it is, yeah. And, yeah, and you know, McFred in the middle every time. It, they just don't look like proper midfield players, do they? They don't, they don't run the game. You know, it's all very, as I say, wishy-washy. They, you know, they'll go forward and they'll come back. But they don't actually do enough with the ball to create chances. I actually really like McTominay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. But he's not a a defensive midfielder at all by any shape or form whatsoever. He's definitely a box-to-box midfielder. In fact, his biggest quality is his ability to make late runs into the box and get get on the end of things and score. That's what he's best at. So why why do you play him holding where he gets nowhere near the box to score? That's just really makes no sense. That's what his skill is. That's what he's best at. He used to play as a striker, and you can see it when you oh, watch. Did he have Yeah, he's a very good finisher. You get you want him in the box. You know what I mean? He's he's the one you want joining, getting in late. And you know, like or the Frank he, Lampard he... role used to play at Chelsea. You know, where he used to yeah, pop I can up. see that. But is he compensating for Fred being so poor that he can't do the box the boxing? I think it's you more know, the case. Has he got no one there? I think it's more that um, Ole's worried about how bad the defence is because Maguire's fucking awful, isn't he? Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, he needs yes. protection and uh, Lindelof. Um, and I know what they're all going to say. They're, all the Man United fans, he's really good, he's world class, he's the greatest defender ever, he's better than Van Dyke. Is he bollocks? He's a very no, average defender. Very average defender. He's just quick and tall, but he's not very good and he's injury prone, as they're seeing now. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not. I'm sorry, he's not a special defender at all. He's not a top class player, and they haven't got a decent defence there. They've just got three. Indiv- they've got three defenders, uh, and Bay is not bad. But again, in, he's prone to mistakes and injuries. So yeah. you know they haven't got an actual defence to speak of. So I think that I think that's the point: is you stick the def- in the midfield in front of them to hold because you. You you not don't feel safe enough if they you know if they I'm, don't have protection. I'm still unsure about I'm sure about Wambasaka as well. I, I liked him when he was at Palace, you know, probably play. But you know, he's he's not what I thought he was going to turn out to be. I thought he'd be better than what he is. Uh, as I see it, Wambasaka is a victim of the bad coaching there. He was a young player yeah. and in a new role at Palace, and at Palace he was coached through the game. You know, he was told yeah. what what positions to take up, how to play it. Constantly, you know, Roy Hodgson helped him through. He didn't leave him like to just play. And Man United spent a lot of money on him, and seemed to have just said, right, this, you know, just go out there and play. And he he doesn't know where he should be. He's still playing like he's a fullback in a. Roy Hodgson team, you know what I mean? He's still taking up the same yeah. positions, which are fine when you're playing in a Roy Hodgson team where you're playing deep line and you're playing compact and you, you know, you, you want your fullbacks right in close to your centre backs when you're playing that way because you midfielders, you know, your wide midfielders come in and play the wide, you know, take take up like an auxiliary fullback role. So that's yeah. fine then, but Man United don't play that way. Their wingers are still up the field. So he needs to be wide, yeah, yeah, yeah. and his his positioning is he's not being coached to to take up the right positions, and that's where he's going wrong. They keep going on about yeah. him not being good going forward, but he was fine going forward. He was a winger, and he was no, he wasn't a top class winger by any means, not even close to it. He probably wouldn't have made it as a winger, to be fair. But he clearly has the ability to at least deliver a cross. You know, a decent cross. So if he's not doing it for Man United, you can only say the problem is at the club itself rather than the player, in my opinion. And you know he's having a terrible season. I think uh, Rob's with us at the moment now, isn't he? Uh, but the player has been very... Yeah. The player has been very poor for them this season when I've been caught out of position. The right fullback. He's not... He's not right a player. That's, yeah, that's uh, Wan-Bissaka. We've just no, sorry, Sure. No, Trump. Sure. Oh, I don't think he's very yeah, good he's... anyway. No, I, I, no. They were raving was, about him last season. He was awful defensively, and they were still raving about him. And I, I don't know what they were watching, because he was dreadful. He was being Positionally, he's, at, he's getting caught out every week, week in, week out. And he's not doing very well at all. He's he's a liability for that as much as uh, Maguire is. He's not the player who I thought he was. I'm not I'm not a big fan of his defensively. I don't think he's very good at all. I think you know he's just being shown up no. for the player he is rather than it's um, just suddenly become you know he's just having a bad season. I think he's playing to his level. Just before people were, were only noticing oh, what he did going forward. Can you tell me how he's keeping Trent out of the England side? Who? Um, 
Kyle Walker's sure. keeping Trent out of the England squad. Oh, sorry, it's Kyle Walker. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting mixed up there. Yeah, yeah it's the right side but that he plays. Here he's a, he's, here, all them. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, but he's, he's had a poor <laughs> season. And the goals last week were his fault. Hmm. All the goals against Liverpool were his fault. And I think he's a terrible player, Luke Shaw. I think he's as bad as what Maguire is. And the two of them together are just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, the Chuckle Brothers, yeah. Oh, definitely. To me, to you, that's definitely them, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's embarrassing watching. That's a Premier League team. <laughs> it's the richest club in the world, pretty much. Because, you know, they have got no money problem. You know, you could say Real Madrid get a higher um, income and all that and Chelsea could sell players to make a higher income but in actual terms of who makes the most money if they didn't give it all yeah, to the leeches obviously if they didn't give it all to the leeches and the glazers if they actually just <laughs> just took in terms of who makes the most money Man United are the richest club in the world and yet they've got donkeys like Maguire and Shaw in their defence it, it beggars belief yeah. Speaking of donkeys, are you in yet, Rob, or what? Good morning. Ah, here he is. Oh, oh Rob. You obviously heard Abby was go. coming back soon. So. Good, oh, mate. How's yourself? Good, thanks, Billy. How are you? Not bad, mate. Not bad at all. Chris, how are we? Oh, good. Nice of you to join us. We're only an hour in, don't worry. Thank you. Sorry, <laughs> Did mate. You <laughs> Did you sleep well? Yeah, I got some kip, so I'm I'm feeling better. No burglars while you were asleep this time, eh? No, no, no burglars tonight. Hopefully. Did Did he tell you about that, Bill? No, no. Oh, you need to tell him like, the story before we go any further. Yeah, last week while I was because uh, like like I've told you before, I record while I'm in the car because it's such an early morning while I'm on and I don't want to wake you know everyone up at home. I I. I live on a corner block, so I jump in my car to, you know, record with you and, and talk about all the football. And um, yeah. last last week, while uh, remember the storms, I was telling you the storms were on. Yeah, yeah. But last last week, while I was recording, um, someone broke into our house. They were in our garage. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> so my dad's my dad's like it's like uh, watching Home Alone, but in, instead of a you know, ten-year-old kid. It's like a sixty-year-old uh, bloke. He's like been preparing all week. So, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, that doesn't happen tonight. No, no, no dear. <laughs> I just don't know how you didn't notice. Oh, look! It was. It's really dark and stuff outside. Oh, uh, where we go? You know, I was I was getting so involved in the conversation and things like that and listening. I don't know how I didn't notice, but. You would yeah. think they'd see because you must have the light on in the car, right? Because you have notes. Because you take notes. No, no, because would... I, oh. I um, I write it down on my phone now. So I used to write it in the in, ah. the, um, in the notebook, but now I've had the light off. So ah, right. Yeah. See, you could have um, frightened him off. If he'd have seen the light on the have. car, he'd have thought, "No, I won't bother with that one because there's somebody awake." See? Yeah, no. Nah, and my my cars, uh, I've got all my windows tinted, so. You probably can't even see inside, so yeah, no, nah, no good. We've um, we've followed the same suit as Deeps with with some cameras and stuff, so you know, hopefully it doesn't happen again. 
See, if he, yeah, like, yeah. if he was like us, he wouldn't have anything worth robbing, so we don't have to worry about that, do we? <laughs> nah, I've, I've got a cricket bat. That's my uh, alarm system. I've got a cricket yeah, bat, that, Maggie. That's what, that's what I've done now. I've pulled out my old cricket bat and I've got it in my room, so I'm ready. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> How are we going so far? Everything, everything right. good? Yeah. Um, just... We were yeah. just discussing Spurs Man U, so I don't know if you wanted to add anything okay. to that. Um, what I do want to add, and this is going to be a bit silly, but I think last week when we did predictions, I predicted um, Spurs to, to get the win. And then once we'd finished the pod, and then, like when I woke up a few hours later, I was thinking about that. I'm like, why did I put that? Yeah. Spurs are so poor. And I really thought that United, were, Manchester United, were going to... Um, get that result because of all the pressure and th- they probably couldn't have played a, a better side at the time for them. So, yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't see much this weekend other than Liverpool. The good thing is, the good news I'm, I'm really happy about is I've got this weekend off. So, I'm going to be up majority of the weekend watching a lot of the football. So, oh, this good. week's draw is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. Because deep shit out because he didn't back? watch any, did he? <laughs> you know. Pardon? Come on, Bill, what's that? Said, sorry, I was just going to say, uh, you know, did, did you hear that we were talking about the Liverpool game about, about against uh, Brighton? And it's a good game. Did you watch the game? Yeah, Liverpool-Brighton I watched. I, I definitely watched that. Have we? Have you guys reviewed that already? Yeah, but yeah, have you got anything to done, add? Okay. Oh well, I did write something down, but I don't. I don't know if you want to go back on, on um, on it again mate. since. You sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on, Rob. Alrighty, let me get my um, let me get my notes. So I didn't realise you already reviewed it. Sorry. So, my Liverpool and Brighton just rerun. After a great great week for Liverpool fans, I can't help but be dis- but feel disappointed after the Brighton game. Sure, Brighton are a good team to play, a good team to watch, and you know with some of the truly nice football they play at times. But I really wish Liverpool had taken the ball by the horns and got the win, considering title contenders Man City lost at home to Crystal Palace. Um, Brighton surprisingly for me had the opening chance with Solly, when Solly March blasted a ball at an angle which Ellison pushed away. But a minute later, we hit back with our first chance and we're up courtesy of a great passage of play where Jordan Henderson got on the score sheet. Uh, brilliant ball from Van Dyke to find Sulla, who cut across and passed to the captain, who hits a first-time goal. Always love to see Hendo find the back of the net. Uh, in the 15th minute, Brighton's brilliant midfielder, Bissouma, made a surging run forward and struck a nice outside-the-box shot, outside shot, which Alisson just got I, a finger to the off. Sorry, can I just tell you? Are you actually scripting this now? <laughs> You're not just writing notes anymore. You're scripting it, aren't you? Have I, have I, is, oh. that, is that taking a step forward or a step oh, backwards? He's professional. This is professional. Yeah. Well, what's going on here? We were supposed yeah. to be dragging you down to our level and instead you're stepping up a level and making you worse. <laughs> oh, oh, how bad do you want to make us look? Sorry, mate. Just a brilliant save. 
Sorry. <laughs> um, brilliant save by Ellison. But um, yeah, that that surging run by Basuma, it was it was it was brilliant to watch. He's one of those players I'd love to have in our midfield. He's very classy. Mm. Um, by the twenty fourth minute, we're up two nil and looking good. Uh, Alex Oxlade Chamberlain's pinpoint cross found Mane, who buried a header from point blank range. I was excited as as I thought, here we go, you know, here we go again, two nil lead early. Um, great start uh, for me. Brighton's team at the at this current time, this is just my personal opinion, Opinion left down by two things. Um, one is not having a prolific goal scorer and a genuine quality up front. Like, for me, the, the, the striker that they rely on, even though he didn't play in our game, um, I feel like that's one area of the field that if they brought in someone, you know, I'm not, I'm just going to use a name again, like Danny Ings, you know, a player like that, I think they'd be much better off. And also, number two is their keeper, Robert Sanchez, um, I'm not just saying that about Sanchez because he took my compatriot spot, but I genuinely believe he's a poor quality keeper who cost Brighton time and time again in goals. And he almost did it again if it wasn't for the ball slapping into Mane's hand for when he made a blunder trying to kick out from the back. Brighton definitely yes. dodged the bullet there. And if that had gone in, you could almost say that was game over early. Um, for me, it wasn't long after our second goal when we started to look like we fell apart a bit. Van Dijk and Kanate, understandably, haven't built up the strongest partnership yet as they haven't played together. But they both look poor to me um, when they've played alongside each other. And in this game, we'll, and we'll, they're being exploited. Um, Van Dijk, being the senior of the two, I think should be more. It should be more down to him to try and organise and lead the back at the, uh, the back line. But I feel at times this season he's been nowhere near at levels he's, he was before. I know it's a bit harsh to say, considering he's coming back from a long-term injury, but it's mistakes like this, you know, in games that like this against Brighton that can really hurt us at the end of the season, especially when there's two genuine title challenges. We'll be both fighting tooth and nail for the top spot. Uh, they were having far too much of the ball for my liking and deservedly brought one back with, I don't know how to pronounce it, if it's Moepu, Moepu. Um, yeah. They deserve, yeah, they deservedly brought one back with Moepu's wonderful strike, which beat Alliston, Alisson from distance. Although I called it as I saw it, I honestly think the sun in his eyes has put him off mm. being able to see the ball properly. He was inside his six-yard box and not too far off his line. So in my opinion, I think it was one down to being able to not see it. Um, take it from me, that's happened far too many times in my playing days as well. Um, going to the half at 2-1 up, I was still very confident that we'd regather ourselves and get the game back on our on, back on our terms with some better play in the midfield, but I was sadly wrong. Uh, other than Sulla's early second-half goal being ruled offside, Brighton dominated the second half of football, and in my opinion, we're almost lucky not to lose the points completely. Their midfield was working extremely hard, and they got the equaliser deservedly through Trossard, and Brighton looked like taking all three points from there. Uh, I, thought we did, I thought we did lose it at one stage when Trossard got through again and pushed it into the open net. Luckily, the flag went up and stayed to all. Um, and just lastly, very impressed by Brighton. I thought they came to play and took the risks needed after such a bad start. Uh, for Liverpool, like I said, I'm disappointed to drop a two-goal lead at home to anyone, let alone Brighton. Um, I thought Klopp left it way too late to bring on players like Minamino and even Robertson. Um, sorry, Samikas, who definitely uh, and Robertson definitely definitely looks like he needs a spell on the sidelines, which I was kind of happy to see him get this morning. 
Um, all in all, a disappointing performance, but not the end of the world. Looking forward to the West Ham game before the international break to hopefully pick up a win and get in some better spirits. Okay. Thank you. I know I probably said it a bit too quick. Scripted, no, all scripted nicely, mate. I'm I'm (laughs) impressed. Just makes the rest of us look (laughs) fucking useless now, that's all. We we don't want to go there, like, we don't want to mention that. Uh, well, Brighton are a decent side, Rob, aren't they? They are a decent yeah. side. Yeah, they and are. They've got a cracking manager in, uh, in Potter, and I think someone's going to come in. I really do. I, yeah, I think they're going to go into Newcastle. You know, Newcastle's a yeah. look at him, I mean, because he's a, he's a quality manager, I think. Yeah, uh, definitely. For I'm, me, I'm it'd be the ideal. For him. I think it'd be the ideal, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think so. He knows the Premier League. He, he plays good stuff. And, you know, if I was Newcastle's owners, I wouldn't be looking far past him, to be honest with you. What do you think, Rob? Yeah. Yeah, he's um, he's been impressive for me ever since he got to the Prem. I think he came from Swansea, didn't he? Before that, and then yeah. before yeah. that, he was in Norway or Sweden. Yeah, Sweden, Ostersons, right. yeah, he took so, them up from like yeah. non-league virtually. I think they were non, like, uh, well, it's not non-league there, it's, but it's like, um, what's I trying to say, amateur football. And he took yep. them all the way up to the yeah. top flight and, and won the title there, didn't he, if I remember correctly? I should know, because well. I did a uh, manager profile on him and I do a lot of research and he's fascinating bloke. Because he's got a couple of degrees in... Um, Emotional intelligence or something along those kind of, you know, so so he's learned how to deal yeah. with uh, egos. So he should be able to step up to a bigger side. The only thing, yeah. it's like we've said so many times before, a lot of these big clubs rely on, you know, the name. So yeah. because it's Graham Potter and not bloody, you know, um, Antonio Conte, for example. Yeah. yeah, or or Unai Emery, how he was linked, which I don't know how he was linked to Newcastle, things like that. Um, them I down. think the moment, yeah, I mean, what the... he was terrible. As I asked it's a blessing in the size the skies for Newcastle. But um, yeah, if he, I feel like once he, if he, if and once he does get a like a top six job, for example, and he can be at a, or top eight even, and, and he can. He can um, be at one of those clubs and start to do the things that he's doing at Brighton. That's when he'll, you know, he'll have that bigger name. But for for people who you know watch how the way Brighton play and things like that, he's been doing really well for him. And there's only those two areas of the field I feel that feel like they're lacking in to take that team to the next level. Like I said, which is for me a, a really good striker and a really good goalkeeper. Well, who's to say that he won't take Brighton into the top seven or eight because they're a decent side and they've got money. You know, they, they've got aspirations of being a lot better uh, than what they are, have been in the past. And so yeah. what's to say that, he, that they aren't a better bet for him than Newcastle? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a point chance, uh, you know, that's uh, Newcastle. And he, he seems happy at Brighton. They're backing him, and you know he might think that he got a better chance of, of succeeding with Brighton than what he does at Newcastle. Awesome. Yeah, de- yeah, definitely. 
It's a good point, Bill. Yeah, Newcastle isn't exactly the team that you're likely to get stability with in time, and that's what he needs, I think. Yeah, absolutely, does yeah. Yeah, you make a good point there, Bill. So should we go back to where we were up to? Um, yeah, go on, Mitch. Norwich Leeds was where the next game because we just finished Spurs. Man, you, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not doing very well on your predictions, by the way, at last week, Rob. Yeah, you actually this one was the only get? one you got the right result on so far. You know the only the uh, only point you've caught up because you and Deep's got this one. Deep's actually got the right score on this one. Oh well. So uh, yeah. I was robbed. I was robbed because it should have been one all. And these very poor sides. I mean, you know, like the outside of the wrong. He plays lovely stuff, but they're so open. And it went to one all, and they had a great chance in Norwich of uh, getting their heads in front. And, you know, they're so lacking, aren't they? It's such a poor side, but they're much worse than Leeds, and I think Leeds are in a bit of trouble at the moment. Yeah, they're in a lot of trouble, if But they've got the players to. I mean, people forget that they've been missing most of their. Most of the first choice players, they're probably having half a team out each week. So, you know, they, they will start to pick up, you'd think. Well, you've got to remember, they, they're not long come up from the championship. They've not had time to build a side. So. They look a lot better last year, didn't they? I know it was almost second, second season syndrome, or whatever they call it. Oh, they were far better units. Last year, than what they are now. Yeah, but because like I said, don't look at win games. Yeah, but like I said, they've been missing half the team. Basically, every game they're putting out, and particularly the one that's been a real miss for them is Calvin Phillips has missed most of the season. Yeah, but he played. He played uh, on Saturday. Exactly, and, and they won. Yeah, but he wasn't great, you know, Chris. And I'm a fan of his, but he wasn't great. And uh, and Norwich. Norwich had a good chance of getting, you know, a decent result there, whether it be a draw or a win. They had a good chance, a good chances against Leeds, mm. and if they had forwards, like Pucky, in them, mm. they, they would have got a result. But you've got to remember, it's not always about the key players playing well. It's to keep, you know, doing what you think is playing well. Sometimes it's just a case of having them there to play a role, if you see what I mean, because nobody else in the yeah. team does his role. I don't think he was as bad as you as you say, to be honest. I thought he played quite well, considering. But it's just I not... He wasn't, the set, he wasn't doing the attacking threat, you know, wasn't providing no, the passes. He wasn't, but he was he breaking up play. He was, he was... I think he was a key part to their performance, myself. And without that winger, the user after... Who's a fantastic player? Uh, Ladder scored. Rafinha. Yeah, what a good player he is. Without him, they'd be in a worse, a far worse mess. Yeah. He's he's a quality player, interestingly. Yeah, I I really like Rafinha. He'd be the one I'd buy for Liverpool if I could buy any player. Other than him and Basuma are the two you'd buy from the from should we say lesser sides. In the league, they're the two yeah. that stand out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to take 
two play you know, you say you could have your pick of all the lesser sides, the Burnley, the Brentford, Brighton, uh Palace, Watford, Southampton, Norwich, Leeds, Villa well, I was going to say West Ham, but it seems a bit unfair to put them in, considering how they're going. Wolves or Everton, basically. Anyway, these ones that aren't going to be challenging for the European... aren't likely to be challenging. They might do, but, you know, as a rule, you're not expecting them to, is what I should say, in terms of uh, money they have. You'd say Rafinha would be up there as one of the top two, definitely. Yeah, yeah he's, had a, he's playing really well, isn't he? He's scoring goals. And he's a handful for any defence. Any defence. Oh, so, Bill, you tipped the you tipped the one all draw, did you? Yeah, I done the for the draw, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't for that bloody. No, he went nil nil. The... Oh, sorry, nil nil. I went. Yeah, two poor sides. Yes, I went for the draw, but it was nil nil. I went. Abid went one. Yeah, if it wasn't for. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, Abid just missed out then with the Tim Krull dodgy keeping for the. Um, yeah. I forgot his name. The Rodrigo shot. I seem to remember somebody yeah. mentioning how bad Cruel was. Wasn't it last week on the pod? I think you did, Chris. I yeah. think someone. <laughs> I seem to remember it. I, I don't know who that could have been. No. Yeah. yeah, no good. It was it like was he awful. heard me, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> just thought I'd better, better prove him right I just heard him saying how shite I was I'd better prove him right <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we having a bad weekend after the Brighton result I'd better prove him right cheer him up a bit <laughs> yeah but, uh, did you watch the game Tris? did you watch the game yeah, I watched. I actually watched quite a lot of football this weekend for the change because I was able to. Right. It Normally, I end up too busy doing the uh, reviews. You know, the the match review. It takes up so much time. I have to just sit and do it from the moment the game finishes. But I managed to get that one done pretty quickly. So. You know what's a strange one for me though? Where did Norwich go with the manager? Got to change. Did he say we've got to try and do something to stop? This decrepit runner, or do we, or do we say we we know what we are? We're going to get in the championship and try and bounce back. Is that what type of club Norwich are? I don't know, but I I can't see him staying there for that long if results if he doesn't start getting a couple of results. I don't think he can. Yeah, I just don't see what you can keep him because he's not his team doesn't even go out like they ex, like they expect to try and win even or, yeah. or get a result. They just seem like they're just hoping, playing. You know, they're just like going out there resigned to losing. I mean, yeah. But who? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't know last. I won't. I won't be surprised if they <laughs> farka him off. Preparation all that preparation. <laughs> I think I think I ruined it all. Last week as well. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing so well, Rob. <laughs> yeah, they should get someone like Eddie out. Oh. Give him a chance. Well, I wouldn't go Eddie out, but yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> They should get someone in who at least goes out there and says, right, we're not going to aim to be top 26 teams in the country. In other words, 
you know, <laughs> challenge for promotion each season, which is exactly what Farker said. I watched the interview. Yeah. I was sat there, well, thinking I must have misheard that. He must have said top sixteen. You know what I mean? He must be saying that the plan is, you know, keep building the side and aim to be top 16. But he, I had to rewind it and this and back, and I'm like, no, he definitely said top 26. That's the aim. <laughs> so what, uh, what, what, what? Why would that even be an aim? <laughs> yeah. That's not a target, is it? No. Should be out the door as soon as he said that. Yeah. He should have threw him out the door. I mean that's a target if you're if you're mid table in the championship or mm. bottom of the table in the championship, you aim to get up there and you know, challenging for promotion. But once you've actually won promotion, surely your aim has got to be to yes, stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unreal that is. But they obviously agree yeah. with it. That's obviously what they're thinking of as well. Because otherwise you'd you think so that do you think though that we all with the supporters though, haven't you? Yeah. You know, they turn up every week and they get decent crowds, you know, but we're not again. And they turn up every week and they must be saying how many we want to get beat by this week, you know. Because mm. they, be they can't be thinking they've got it to go No, it can't be. They've got to at least go out and be a bit defensive and uh, have a set up. He hasn't got a set up for me. Well, even if they did what Blackpool did when Ian Holloway was in charge, they went out and they had a go. Properly took the game yeah. to everyone. It didn't matter what. And then they got a few shock results, like against Liverpool, that like that the fans yeah. will be talking about for the rest of their lives. You know, they'll remember the year yeah. in the Premier League because they went and had a go. Even though they dropped down, it's no different yeah. from what Norwich are going to do at the end of the day. So why not just go? Yeah, you may as well go out. And, yeah, you may as well go out and say shit or burst. Let's go for it. Yeah, I think they're, they're going down. Do you think if they did get rid of um, Farker, that they'd have and they brought in whoever? I'm not. I'm not sure a name to to link to them. But do you think if they did bring in someone else, that have any chance of survival? Or do you think they're just doomed anyway? No, they're dead anyway, I think. Yeah. They haven't got the players. Yeah. They just haven't got the players. Very poor side. Yeah, they're not going to... And they're a waste of a place, aren't they, in the Premier League. They really are. And it's not a nice yeah. thing to say. But they're not going to take points off any side that I can see. You know, they might get a draw against Newcastle. You know, they might get something like that. But, but you can't base your season on... Uh, expecting to lose every game. You know, it's not fair on the supporters. It's not fair on the club owners. Although they've got something to do with it as well. You know, they they couple more as well. But you can't go out and say, you know, we're, we're going to lose. We're not going to win a game all season. But that's the way they are at the moment. And they're a disgrace to the Premier League. Do you, not think, yeah. do you not think the owners are part of the problem? Because they're clearly happy to take a profit every season rather than uh, have a go. Yeah, I think the club will but I don't really do. Because, you know, why haven't you done something about it? You know, you've seen Tottenham this week. They played like 10 games or whatever. They obviously weren't going anywhere with the manager they had, which we all said from the start, by the way, with him. And and so, no, no, it's out the door. Not as you've got to do something similar. We're going nowhere with Barker. 
He's out the door, and you've got to do damn football. You can't just go out to expect them to lose and be happy with it, can you? And that's, they seem happy with it. There's no reason yeah. for them to be happy when you consider, like, uh, that he's had, how long he's had, is what I was trying to say. You know, he's had plenty of time to build a winning side now. So, I don't yeah, sure. Excuse. If it was his first no, or second no, season, I... that's one thing, but it's, no. No, I think he's got to go, hasn't he? Yeah, he's really got to go. You know, he comes across a very nice guy and all that. But he's not a, obviously not a good manager because the, the lads aren't playing for him. They're not great players, don't get me wrong. But they've got a similar uh, thing to what Brentford have got. You know, they're not good, not great players, but at least with Brentford, they have a goal, they try, they run their hearts out. Norris don't even seem to do that for me. And I think they're in real, real trouble as a club, not just this season. I mean, as a club going forward, I don't see where they go from here. Mm. Yeah, that kind of aim, top 26, that kind of attitude prevailing through yeah. a club. Eventually, players stop by, you know, players don't buy into it and they stop trying and you know, you start to drop off. You, instead of being top 26, you know, being in the chair, you start to drop down the table and even end up in a relegation fight or getting, or even getting yeah. relegated as, as well. You know what I mean? You need, you need to show more ambition. Even if you don't, you don't have to spend more money. You can still mm. aim to, but you can aim, you know, set your sights higher than 26th. You know? Yeah. Especially when there's only, there's only uh, 20 that says it half. You give them. Did you give them them? That, what's his name? I was in Quebec. Oh, no, we Quebec. didn't give them to him. Oh, they lo- loaned him. Oh, he should say that. Another one I said last week. Yeah. <laughs> I did say that last week as well, and I sat watching him. He's the worst defender I've seen oh. in years. He's woeful. Absolutely. He takes his Diego Maradona as well. Trying to, do, trying to do pivots and stuff. You're watching him, you just think, oh, my God, what... What are you doing? You can't even kick the ball. Why are you trying to do skill? It's embarrassing. Was he, was he ever any good? Because no. I heard for ages, even before we signed him, people were raving on about this. You know, young Turkish centre back in in no. Germany at Schalke, and he was so good. But he wasn't, because they were awful. Schalke were, were terrible and shipped goals for fun, and yet people were raving about him. And I, I don't, I didn't understand it at the time, but I. The more I've seen of him, the less I've understood it. He's a terrible player. He has got no yeah. defensive douse whatsoever. No positional sense. Mm. He can't tackle. He can't, mm. you know, he can't control the ball. He can't pass he's it. awful on the ball. He's not good in the air. I'm not, I just don't see what he does. I really don't understand <laughs> what he does. And yet he stay played on for the full 90 minutes. Even when they took off a defender, it wasn't him. And I'm sat there thinking, why would you leave him? Why, yeah. I mean, there must be something in the loan tech contract. That's all I can think that he has to play when fit. Because otherwise, he'd be the so first like, you take off. He's like the Turkish Grant Hanley. Worse. <laughs> and, <they're laughs> al- and even better, they're playing alongside each other. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's, now that's, that's good planning, isn't it? So bad. 
Yeah. So yeah, so bad. Yeah, they look dead and buried. Oh, definitely. And, and and we just hit November, so yeah, it's it's quite sad. Manager comes across as real, you know, laid back, and you know, you want to see him, you want to see him fire up, or you know, show it, show show your passion, you know, get get in and, yeah. and say, you know. But every every time you see him in an interview or so, he's he's always really, you know, he looks he looks like he's he's annoyed, like he's angry, but he, he's the way he talks, everything. Oh, you want to see. A bit more fire in there, but I don't know what they're going to do. I don't, I don't know what their plans are but for the rest of the season. You know, they've probably got no money to spend come January to to do anything about it. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. They must Just, have money. They're not really spent anything. No. I don't know. I'm not sure. But there's going to be players in the Championship or lower league who do a better job for Norwich than what. Most of the team are doing now. You yeah, have a grafter, you know, a grafter who, who runs his heart out and tries because a lot of them don't look as though they're trying to me. But I don't like it, maybe in hard, but they're just not up to it, are they? They're just not up to the job. Mm. Oh, a terrible team. Embarrassingly bad. They could be the worst I ever. I don't know what anyone sees in Todd Cartwell as well, for me. People talk about him, or they. I remember, I remember oh, last Cantwell. time in the Premier League. Oh, Cantwell, yeah, Cantwell. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sick of it. That was Cartwheel. Yeah, people talk him up. You know, oh, uh, no, I don't see what they see in him either. To be he's honest. only got one good player. That's Max Adams. He's good player. Yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. go surely. He'll go surely, Max Adams. Well, he wanted yeah. to go last summer, didn't he? He's got to go and better himself because he can't just stay there and die a death, which he's going to if he stays in Norwich. He's got to go. Yeah, he'll miss his yeah. chance to get a big move if he's not careful. Mm. Yeah. Well, he already has missed one, hasn't he, when Bayern won, is him? Yeah. That's right. A few teams have been looking at him, but he's the only one that you'd take, you know, you'd have, you'd take a chance with out of the north side. Even Catwell's not great, is he? We well, said yeah. that, but somebody bought Ben Wendia and he didn't look up to much either. No, no, he hasn't. He hasn't done great, has he, Wendia? And I, I, I liked him last year, right. but yeah, you know, he, I know you're not a big fan too, and you know he probably proved right, proved right, but he hasn't done much either, has he? Oh, oh, I was going to say something then, but I completely forgotten what is. Oh shit! Oh yeah, what what about Billy Gilmore? I mean, how does he not get in that team? Yeah. 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 That's an odd one, that, for me. Is just something right at the club? Yeah, sir. I thought at the time that was going to be a really good loan for him, but I don't know what happened there. So, I, I mean, um, Farker won't play him because he doesn't want to, de- you know, he wants to develop his own players rather than players for another club, but... In the position they're in, you just play your best players, don't you? Your best team. You put your best team out, and yeah. you go out there and you try and get the best result possible. But yeah. instead, he's asking about arguing because the player's on loan. Well, if he's better than what you've got, and he clearly has to be better than what they've got, because he's a good player. Mm. So unless there's problems behind the scenes of him, you know, an attitude problem. Yeah. But I've not heard any whispers of that, so I don't know. But, like, unless there is, mm. I do not understand how you can leave him out of that team. 
because he yeah. stands out as a better player than anything they've got. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to Villa versus yeah. West Ham now. Because I think we've right, just give me a second, please. You just need well, a time well, out. Just for a minute. Pee. Empty a close to me bag, yeah? It won't take long if he's emptying his colostomy bag. They don't take long. Oh, some of the things you say, mate, they kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we met Matt. He had um, before he died. He had he had uh, first off. He got um, cancer of the stomach. He didn't know he had cancer of the stomach. They were treating him for ulcers, and then he collapsed at home. And anyway, he had to have a colostomy bag fitted. He loved it. He thought it was great because he could play. Because like obviously he had nothing to do because he couldn't work or anything because he was having treatment for cancer. Mm. So he sat at home and he used to just come round mine and play. You know, we'd play FIFA. I didn't really like FIFA, but he was bored. You know, we used to play FIFA all night. Mm. Well, you know, I'd edit. Well, play. You know, just in between matches while he'd set up all the team and all that. And we play on the same side, mm. like against you know against computer all the time, like. And he used to love having the colostomy bag instead because it meant he didn't have to pee all the time while he was playing. He didn't have to go for the pee because it had last ages. He'd only have to empty it once a day or so. Oh, well, I've never seen one of them before. I, I hadn't before he had it. I've got to be honest. That's the first time I'd seen it. So, But Billy's got the same hey, thing. Right guys. Hey, all right, Bill. Do you, do you empty it all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm better now. Right, nice um, yeah, well, uh, yeah. what will we do? Oh, Villa versus West Ham. Sorry, I lost, I couldn't find where yeah. I was on the page. So. Yeah, really good game. Uh, you know, Villa, under a cheer and a game, they're acting like Dean Smith after the game saying, you know, blaming the referee and we should have had this, we should have had that. Uh, under a at the moment, just, and I expected them to do a lot better. Yeah, you had them down for a win. And so did Abid. Yeah. Rob had a draw. Deeps was the only one who got the right result. Though he got the wrong score. He's done well this week, Deeps, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's pulled a bit of a lead on you. You, yeah. you didn't do too bad. Get pulled away from Rob and Abid had an absolute stinker. He got one point. <laughs> <laughs> One point. That was the Newcastle Chelsea game. Was the only one he got. <laughs> and that was like the was easiest. Hard, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Says what he knows about football, really. <laughs> That's him. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I agree with you though, Bill. I, I really enjoyed that match. Fearful. Yeah, it was though. really good game. Yeah, yeah. Can I fire an Addy and? Once he's all greenish, and I thought, oh, he brought a few good players in there, and he starts off really nicely. But they're a bit uh, underachieving, shall I say, at the moment. Whereas West Ham look a very accomplished side at the moment. They are, you know, Moyes, not a big fan of the man, but as a manager, he's done really well for them, and they're going to give every side a game. Every side. Yeah, that's a, he's doing surprisingly well there, to be fair to him. Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. After a few years of failure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had some bad times. Managers do, don't they? And yeah. But 
he seems to fit there really well. And all them, all their players are firing at the moment. You know, the the hard teams to beat, but they're playing some nice stuff as well. Some uh, really attractive stuff. And although I don't think it's going to last, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't. I think if they get a couple of injuries, they're going to drop like a stone. But they are a really decent side at the moment. Yeah, right. can't argue with that. What about Villa? Do you think they'll uh, end up in the uh, relegation battle? No, I think that you've got too many good players. Uh, and actually, although he, he, he had a good moan on at the weekend, I think he's he, he's do he'll do all right for them, uh, Smith. But they've got to start firing shortly because they've invested money. And, you know, they expected to do better. And, you know, they might be looking for a better manager. Not saying he's going to get the bullets, and I don't think he should. But if things continue on a downward spiral, which they are at the moment, I think he could be one who could be in a bit of trouble, to be honest with you. Wasn't it their third defeat um, in a row? Yeah, yeah. How many more do you think he's got before? How many more defeats in a row do you think they'll put up with before they get rid of him? Well, if, if he loses, say, two out the, out the next three, I think he could be in line. I'm not saying he's going to get the sack, but, you know, Villa are the type of club who want, who want to do well, and they've invested and they expect to do well. And if it's not happening, where do you go from there? The only thing you can do really is change the manager. The only option you've got is to change the manager. And he could be a surprise casualty this season for me. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, um, Bill's hit the nail on the head with a lot of the stuff that I agree with. Um, surprised to see him drop off in the in the last few weeks. Had some bad losses. Um didn't see the West Ham game versus Villa, but I saw the highlights. Looked like they got punished, just like they did against Arsenal. Um, hasn't worked yet. Don't think they will be in a relegation battle. I think, like Bill, exactly what Bill said, they've got too much quality there to be, you know, within the likes of Newcastle and and Norwich and Co. But um, yeah, pressure could definitely mount if they don't start getting results quick. Um, spend a lot of money. I know they got a lot of money in for Grealish. Spent a lot of money. You would have thought they would have been pushing, you know, higher than they were probably last season, and it hasn't happened for them yet. So it's going to be interesting. They've got Southampton away this weekend, so definitely a good chance there to take some points against them because I don't think they're they're much of a side. But um, yeah, going to be interesting. Going to be an interesting next month or two for Villa. See what they can do. See, I think I think they're a victim of their own success, really, because they're not that. You know, I don't think they've yeah. got that good a side. When you look at the team, I mean, what options has he got? What's he supposed to do with it? They're not. It's not that they've got a bad first eleven. It's that they've got nobody to bring in to replace. Like yeah. the real, the clear weak link for me is the left side of the defence, particularly Matt Target. I've got to say, I know Mings isn't is nobody's favourite defender, but sometimes he can play well. You know, and he's a good leader, so I can understand sticking with him. But Matt Target, who do they put there instead? 
Every he dropped he dropped Ings, which is captain. Ings. You know, which I think was Ings. a mistake. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, so, yeah, no, I'm talking about uh, what's his name? Mings. Tyrell Mings. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He dropped he dropped he dropped him the weekend. He's the captain, he's the talisman. You know. He's obviously one of one of the better players there, even though I'm not a fan of his. But to drop your captain and bring him on when you when you when you're two goals down or three goals down, whatever you wear when you come on. I'm not convinced he is I one think of the I, but it, I, 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 I think he is. I'm not a fan, but I think, I, they think he is one. No, I think he's players. just a good leader, and that's why he's the captain. And I, and I agree with that. I think he's, and I do agree that it is a mistake to drop your captain, no matter how badly he's performing, because he should be the one that you get behind, yeah. and who then gets on the backs of the other players to make sure the whole team picks their level up. Is what I would be looking at. Yeah, that's what do. I'm trying to say. Trust Rather than. You've rather than, than oh, me, right, sorry. I, I rather than drop him and and make him look like you know it's it's if he needs a rest that's one thing you know rotate players out for a rest but dropping him that just sends out the wrong yeah. result. You can't. I mean, how is he meant to be a captain if he's getting dropped every week? It sends out the wrong well, message. You can't. It does you know, even when they have a bad game, you what you do is you you find out why they're having a bad game. You talk to them. You just go, you know, get in their heads and try and get their, you know, get their confidence back up and get them playing, yeah. don't you? So, yeah, see, that, a more savvy manager, a more savvy manager would have said he's carrying a bit of an injury or something. Not that he's dropped, you know what I mean? I've dropped it. No, he's carrying a bit of an injury. That's what the top managers would do. That's why I fear for Smith. I don't think he's a top manager. I think he's doing well. With what he's got, you know, and he's doing well for us, but I don't think he's a long-term solution to for Aston Villa. That's my my opinion. I just think that, that like what that what he's that he's done is he's done so well last season that the fans' expectations yeah. have, have overgrown what the level of the the level of the team actually is, and they should be just looking at consolidating in the Premier League for a couple of seasons, really. But instead, they're expecting yeah. to be pushing up in the top half, uh, you know, and and challenging for Europe. And it's like it's not realistic. You've only just come up, you know. Last season was a good season, but you know, you need a couple more seasons just to consolidate what you've got, build on it. And that's what they should have been looking at. But instead, they were expecting sell so Grealish hundred million, and we're going to buy these great players, and we're going to yeah. be the greatest team in the world. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you've got too many players yeah. to improve on. <laughs> There's yeah. not that many players you look at there that you would say you'd be happy with long term. Danny Ings maybe, no. Ollie Watkins yeah. maybe, but those two aren't working together, so that's that's a, a worry. Um, he's been a surprise to me, Ollie Watkins. I thought he was a better player than what he's playing at the moment. I thought yeah. he was a good target man. Yeah, and I thought a young player coming through, really good. You know, they they got something here. He has a player this year. Yeah, that's it. No, he struggles. Struggled badly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they that's that's what I mean. They could well be in trouble because I think they'll they might panic and sack and sack Smith when really they should be just saying, do you know, this season all we need to do is we need to survive again and a couple of more seasons of survival to build a side, and then we can start looking at pushing on. Yeah, 
But I don't think that's how they see it. I, I think they they're do. expected to challenge. And it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I hope they do. I really do. I hope they do well. They're a good club. I want them to do well. I think they play some nice stuff. But I just don't think it's happening for Smith at the moment. And I fear for him that Villa might have higher expectations than what mm. Smith can deliver this year. That's my thing with them. Okay. But, you know, they're, they're a good side. Okay, so West Ham, do we think European, are they going to be, uh, are they going to hold on to a top four place by the end of the season? No. No, I didn't think you'd say that. I thought you might say that, so I'm just thought of that. Between sixth and eighth, they'll finish West Ham. Just out of interest, in which case, who do you think is going to finish above them? I mean, for me, it's Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, top three. And what order? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm yeah. Because re- that's the, the order they're on my sheet from the games, like the weekend. That's why I said it in that order. That's not a, right. you know, that's yeah. not the order I think they're going to finish or anything. After that's that, not a prediction. No, I, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was, you know, I wish that was what we were going to be finishing as, but no, it's just. So, yeah, the, those three are going to be the top three. But after that, I, I think it's yeah. a grabs. You've got teams like Brighton. Um, see, I think Leicester are going to do as well. Man United, yeah, Man United. They're going to be there. And Leicester, you know, they've got to get their act together and they might, might well be up there. I think Arsenal have improved a hell of a lot. Maybe they'll be looking there. What sixth or seventh now? Arsenal in the league. I think they'll be looking to maybe get in one of them Europa Cup places. Uh, certainly maybe. not Everton at the moment. Certainly maybe Conte can whip Tottenham into shape. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. They'll have aspirations, yeah. So I don't think it's it's cut and dry for West Ham to be in the top five or six. Maybe. maybe Maybe six, maybe seventh, somewhere around there. Maybe. Just thought I'd, you know, ask the question anyway. Pose the yeah, question. yeah, it's fair enough. So, yeah. Right, we'll move on to the uh, final game of the weekend then. Wolves Everton. So what happened yeah. here, Bill? Because you were the only one that got the got the uh, result right. You didn't get the score right, but you did get a point here because you said three nil to Wolves. You were the only one that thought Wolves were going to win. Yeah, I really expected them to. Um, they could have been 3 0 up at half time easily. You have never seen such a lacklustre bunch of down and outs that Everton were in the first half. And they had uh, Gabamon and playing for his, his fourth start since he's been there for nearly three years. And I know he's had injuries, but he's not a player for me. I know he's had injuries, but. He's got hasn't got much to choose from, uh, Rafa Benitez, but they were an absolute disgrace to a man in the first half. To a man, absolutely woeful. And he brought on Fabian Delft in the second half, who looked like Maradona compared to the others. Yeah, he played really well. Delft, sorry. Totally changed. Did you just say, I'm sorry, I need to go back again. Did you say Fabian Del? Because I was sat there thinking I must be mishearing this. 
No, you're totally right. Robbie and Dan, and he looked superb when he came out, actually. But Are you uh, sure somebody else hadn't borrowed his shirt with a game? He might have done. He possibly could have done, because I, I think he's a more he, he made Everton look half respectable in the second half. Got a goal back. Possibly could have scored another one and got a cheeky draw out of it, but obviously we didn't. But Wolves were the better side by far all through the game, and Everton were at this case. And it was, to be honest with you, a big Rafa fan thought he picked the wrong side. Thought his substitution besides stealth were poor. And I know we've got loads of injuries and you can blame but we're talking about professional footballers here. We're talking about mainly internationals and they were awful. Absolutely awful. And you know, you go on any of the sites and all and everyone's saying the same. Absolutely awful performance. And that's been for the last three weeks. Since we got the draw at United, we've been an absolute shamble on our side. And I can't defend them because the players don't look as though they're interested. Why? I don't know. You should be proud to wear this year. That's all we want. We don't want to ask for what we are pieces. We're asking for people to be proud to wear this year and give it 100%. And you've got players like a Wolby. Absolutely awful. Alan was awful at the weekend, and I'm a, a fan of Alan, but he's going to go anyway by the looks of it. And, but the rest of them, honestly, got such a lacklustre performance. I was ashamed to be in Evertonian this weekend. To be fair with Alan, his problem is that he's not the uh, most mobile of players. He needs the... No, um, he needs decor. He needs the decor, yes. Decor alongside yeah. him to do the running for him. Yeah, he does, yeah. But he, and he's done go, I'm going to drive this weekend. And who's around him in that midfield? Absolutely no one. You know, that's why I'm saying to, you know, the rapper thing, why put two goalkeepers on your bench when you've well, got a couple of good kids there, you know, that you can... Can I just explain this? Run out to, can I on. just explain this? Because this is something that comes up a lot, and it used to annoy yeah. me as well. So I asked somebody about this, you know, a coach like, um, basically he was saying the problem is that what you get at these weekends, these kids have got a game themselves, either on the Friday, usually on the Friday night, sometimes on the Sunday, you know, the following day, I mean, or, or, and, you know, you're taking them away from the team where they'd actually be playing to come and sit on the bench, not get any minutes. They'd miss training as well. They miss, you know what I mean? They're not training with the team because they're, you know, they're yeah. either travelling or they're spending the night in a hotel. Sometimes if they're, you know, you have to have a player of a certain age for starters. You might not be, you know, they might not be old enough to actually, you know, you're limited to ones that are 18 or over usually, depending on where you go in and what time, you know, what time of year it is and stuff like that because they might have schooling. There's so, you know, there's a lot of things that can cause it. And basically it just ends up to the point where they're probably, you know, the... You don't want to reward a player as well for for make you know for getting in the first team if they've not deserved it. You know what I mean? You want to make them earn it. Otherwise, it's like, what's the point in sticking them on the yeah. bench? You're just wasting a spot on the bench to a player, and he's it's not sending out the right message to the rest of the kids in the team. You know what I mean? Because they're saying, 
and he, basically he ended, he gave me a huge list of reasons why they didn't and I can I can sort of understand it I still think myself that it feels wrong there should be a kid on the bench rather yeah. than you know you should have a chance there must be somebody in there who's deserved it but I can see what he's yeah. saying as well that they want him to play in the youth team and all that and they're not going to come on I would personally go with what you're saying though I still think bollocks to that it's given them experience of being around the first team yeah. and if it, the team's not playing well why not give them a bloody chance what what calm can it do yeah. to put them on the pitch for the last 10 minutes to run around and just put themselves about like Absolutely. the rest of the team you know, aren't working hard no you're saying about sending a message out these kids want their aspirations to play for the first team. Give them a shot. Put them on the bench. Let them see what, what being in the Premier League is about and, and get the drive for them to do better, to get on that bench, to maybe get on that field. That's my point. Rather than have two goalkeepers for Exactly. Well, the thing for me, the thing that annoys me about it for me is, I will understand if you're travelling away in Europe, I've got to say, it that the, you know those things yeah. that you're saying. If you're traveling away in Europe, or it's an over, you know, a long trip in the UK, like to Newcastle from Portsmouth or wherever, you know, somewhere down south like Southampton. Again, I can understand it because it's a long journey. You don't want to take a kid out of there, thing. But for me, the other thing is, um, kids aren't learning anything playing in their age group. It doesn't help them. No. They don't improve. They need to play the game against the adults. It's a waste of time. So I don't see that. You know, I, I understand what they're saying. They want them to stay in and you know and play games, but I just don't see the age group games as any use whatsoever. It's just it's wrong. That's why they don't. That's why there's such a big gaping gap between youth team and first team because there's no. Yeah. There used to be a really good reserve system in the English leagues and that's completely vanished because every team now with a big player you know, the Premier League clubs have got 45 players in their first team squad and none of them play in the reserves so you've no longer got yeah, a good reserve yeah. size because they're not you know they're too big they're too big for their boots to play in the reserve teams these days aren't they so, yeah um, so the you've got to give these a chance you know like like Liverpool did with Trent like yeah. Evan did with Rooney you know Throw them in, see if they're good enough. You know, get, get them wanting to play for the league. You know, these kids might be good enough, but you won't know unless you give them the chance. And, you know, as I say, the Trents and your Roonies, they Elliot. started down at Elliot, built themselves up, got a chance, and really don't want Why can't it happen more often? Yeah, they go all make players through and make the league better so you don't have to go to France and buy, or Romania and buy, a, you know, a, a second-rate uh, European midfielder. Grow yeah, on you your own. And you could buy Delft instead. Yeah, you could, that would you, yeah. <laughs> uh, not a noise interest, it really does, you know. I, I just can't see the logic in it myself. I know what you're saying, and I, I'm sure that guy made some really good points. But it still won't wash with me, you know what? Give the kids a chance. Give them a run out. If they're no good, like Liverpool done with Blair, they, you know, he never had the greatest game, but to give them a chance, to give them a taste of it, you know. Mm. 
what his appetite. He, he wants more than Blair wants more. He doesn't want to be play for the uh, under 18s. He wants his chance. Give him a shot. Yeah, you don't. That's want all to... I'm saying. Yeah. The youth team system is terrible at the moment. It's just a waste of time. The under 23s is a yeah. joke. Yeah, and it's just not. It's not competitive enough. It's not a real. And they need to change no. it. They, they really need to re. You know, go back to the old reserve system where actual reserves played. You know, if they weren't in the first team, they were playing in the reserve team that weekend. Well, obviously, I don't think that'll ever yeah. happen, will it? That's the problem. They'll all be too busy resting when they're not playing. Yeah, but you've got to give kids a chance. You really have. It's the way forward is to give kids a chance. You know, don't don't just let them settle it for under-23 football. What's that all about? Yeah, well, give them a shot. If they're doing well, give them a shot. And the supporters want that as well, by the way. Mm. They love to see players. And they're like, I've done with Elliot. You know, they give them a shot. He's done really well. I was playing brilliantly before he got injured. That's what, that's what supporters want to see. It's probably really the most do. exciting thing. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. And, you know, having a, a, a fame with this case of Academy and all that, you know, and just don't know. Do you have player come to it? Yeah, when was the last you one? Know, was Rooney the last one, wasn't he? It made, it made a real impact, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to count Tom Davis or anything because they've really, they've no, not really. I wouldn't count they've Tom never Davis. Had, well, even if, it, even if he says he's never held down a first team place, so you can't really count him, I think. No, yeah. Um, no. Yeah. You could always, could you, always save you some money as well, you know. If, if you if you're having trouble, for example, at left back. And you know you're struggling. You're struggling to find quality in your first team, or you've got injuries, and then you have some, you know, emergence of some young player that's playing mm. at, that that comes in and plays left back. It's like, well, this kid's doing really well. Why do we need to go out now and spend twenty, thirty, forty mil? However much yeah. money. Well, this the, the thing is that changed when they brought in the transfer windows, because before then clubs could take a chance on a kid. Because they could give him a run a game, see how he gets on, and if he doesn't get on, you know, if he doesn't get on well, we'll go and buy a left back then. You know what I mean? If he's not up yeah, to the yeah. task, we could go yeah. out and buy a left back then. Nah, you know, they don't, you don't need such a big squad because you could go and buy a player in, you know, in December if you were short players. You could just go and buy a few. I don't know, quite, that's what clubs were doing all the time. You know, they'd go out in February and buy some players if they were struggling and that. Remember Harry Redknapp famously buying in, was it, um, couple of strikers to rescue West Ham when they were looking like they were going to get relegated. Remember? I don't know if yeah, you remember yeah, that yet. Yeah. I can't remember who it was, though. But, yeah, they, they turned the season, you know, saved them from relegation, things like that. That used to happen all the time. Now, teams are looking at it and they're going, well, we can't, play, you know, you've got to plan till from September till January. You've got to have a full squad in there because you can't afford to take the risk. Because yeah. if... If you bring in a kid, if, you know, if a player gets injured and is going to be out for six months or a year or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean, gets a long-term injury, you're you're in trouble. Look at what like Liverpool last season, because you don't know, you know, you can't afford to take it. You don't want to take a chance on the youth teams. That's what happens. Teams go on, so they'll buy. They'll have four defence centre backs. They'll have two right backs, two left backs, three goalkeepers. You know what I mean? They have the full squad. They have this massive squad. Because they don't want to risk putting a kid in. And that's where it all goes wrong. If you had no transfer windows, yeah. 
you could say, right, well, we don't need to buy seven def- seven midfielders just in case someone gets injured. If someone gets injured, we can go out and buy one then. We can go into the transfer market then. But we've also, you know, if there's a kid that's looking good in the youth team, we can give him a run of game, see if he saves us the bother of having to buy someone if it's only, you know, while well, the players are injured. That's what used to happen. Until, that, until you've scrapped them windows, go back to the way it was, it's always going to be a problem that teams are going to have to run with these big squads at the top end of the game because they can't afford to take the risk. It's too much money involved. Well, you might as well scrap all these under-21s, under-23 mm. leagues, mate, yeah, because they're not getting a chance, they're not coming through, spending a hell of a lot of money putting these kids through these academies, paying for people to come from different clubs, different parts of the country, putting them up in hotels or hostels that they've got themselves. Why spend the money if they're not going to get through? You might as well just say, just scrap the whole reserve they uh, are just bad because they're not getting the chance, and it's it's, it's an, an indictment on the, on the football clubs that they're not getting the chance, and it's a certainly it's just not right in my book. Yeah, it does, Trish. Yeah, it really does. But can I just say one more thing while we're on Everton? Hmm. Marcel Brand has come with this great reputation as this uh, director of football who is going to hmm. change. Everton's way of thinking, the way they buy players, and he's done absolutely nothing for the club. And I, and I might be harsh on him there because I don't know the whole setup and picks the players. Does the manager pick them and then he goes and gets them? Does he have a conference? I really don't know how it works. But all I know is Brands has made some really, really bad decisions on players' acquisitions and. I don't think director of football works at Everton Football Club. Mm. I think it's got to be the manager who picks, who says, I want this player, I want that. I don't get this. Marcel Brands buys a player and then says to Rafa Benitez, here's a player. Well, I mean... He's not the same. He's not brought in. They, you know, the thing, the point of a director of football is to set a style of play throughout the club and to bring in players to suit that style of play. and But to do that, you've got to have a manager who choose, who plays the style of play that the director of football sets up the yeah. club around. And the last two managers you brought in, neither Carlo Ancelotti nor Rafa Benitez, played the style of play that Marcel Brands, you know, what is about. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, a really, it's a really bizarre way of doing it. You either buy them that, they work together as a as a pair, or you don't bring in a manager that doesn't work with him, or you change the director of football. One of them's got to be you know you can't carry on just keep bringing in managers who don't suit the way you he, the way brands works. It's ridiculous. Couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, the choice um, is whether you, you know, get rid of Re- him Re- or Re- the manager. Yeah, Re- wants the players. Yeah, Rafa wants the players. Let the manager pick the players he wants. So you say here's a player fitting into your side. Because I think he's a good player. That doesn't work. The manager will either like the player, fancy him or not. Let the manager make the decisions. Get rid of the director of football. For me, whatever. That's my my point. Last point I'm making on that. 
Yeah, the problem is Rafa might be signing good players because he's already signed two that work, so we better not let him do that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think Percy, don't works. let him. No, you carry on, Brands. You're doing a good job, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <Chris. laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's, it's fine, Bill. I don't mind. I'll carry on saying that for you for good. Did you watch the game, Chris? Your game? Um, it yeah. was on, but I was... I was um, I think I was falling asleep at the time. I was watching it, but it was like, you know, kind of like I was struggling to stay awake at the time. So, um, yeah, I've they, been could, they could have been four or five up at half time. Mm. Did you watch any yeah, of Yeah, you were battered. You were battered, what I saw. Just seen, just seen the highlights. Um, got really, really surprised oh, with the, uh, the gift. Monday night, wasn't it? Yeah, Monday night. Yes, okay. yeah, I did fall, keep falling asleep. That's right. Yeah, I was, I was thinking it was a sun. I was thinking it was Sunday. Yeah, no, it was Monday night. Yeah, I definitely no, did fall asleep. Night. That's why I kept, I kept missing. You know, long bits of it were just completely absent from my memory, and I was thinking, why was that? Yeah, no, I kept falling asleep. <laughs> I remember now. So we um, move on to the. We'll just quick recap of the midweek uh, um, European games from what we've seen. Uh, Chelsea struggled against Malmo actually, which is a bit of a surprise, didn't they? Only one nil. Mm. I thought uh, that'd be an easy win. Got the results. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that they need though at the end of the day, and it is getting the results all that matter. The only other yeah. one on that. The only the oh the other um, Barcelona winning against Dinamo Kiev was, was a bit of a uh, starting to imp- have they improved now they got rid of Koeman? Possibly, but the one that the, obviously the game of it that of Tuesday night was Atalanta Manchester United the two two. So, I don't oh. know if either of you saw uh, that. I did, yeah. I watched that, and uh, you know, you know, the equalised in the eighty-eight, ninety-first or ninety-second minute with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, and they were lucky not to get beat, and you know. They did show a bit of battling quality to get the equaliser, but they looked poor again, Man United for me. And you know, I don't think I don't think he picks the right side, and I don't think he's got picks the right formation, and the motivations very lacking. And they just don't look like a, a European side, you know. A European side, and you say, oh, I don't want to get them in the draw. You want to get Man United in your draw. You want them in your group. Oh. I still think, you know, imagine, I'm not going to sit here and say Ronaldo was, you know, a really good buy for them and stuff. We've, we've gone over that and our thoughts on that. But imagine he hadn't signed for them to, to be able to salvage, you know, some of these goals he scores for them. That's kept him either, you know, getting a point or so. Um, if, if It's almost like if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for him, you know, scoring those important goals for them this season, although they would already probably be gone with some of the results they would have got. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, Rob, yeah. Yeah, so it probably mm. has been a really bad buy for United then, and that... Because <laughs> 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 yeah. he saved Ole's job. That's that's probably about as bad as it gets for them. Yeah. <laughs> and what about the game last night, Chris? Well, yeah, I was just going to say we'll move on to... Um, Quick recap of the other Shakhtar, Real Madrid with Jammy. I don't know if you saw that. No, Shakhtar the next dominated. Oh, Real Madrid was dreadful. Yeah. And all it came, one was a mistake, really bad. Back, 
keeper got the ball back, played it to a defender who just miscontrolled it. It's like six yards in the second yard box, really. And, you know, and a Real Madrid player nipped in, took it off him and passed it to Benzema in the middle Benzema, of the six. Yeah. Right in front of goal. He was like two and a half yards out with, with no goalkeeper and, no, you know, a gaping empty net he could just slot it into. Shakhtar equalised. They were absolutely battering Real Madrid. And then one one good play, piece of play in the second half and Madrid scored again. Ben, I think it was Benzema again, if I remember rightly. Anyway, that was it. They never played at all. But Real Madrid were woeful, and yet somehow they come away with a 2-1 win. And you're thinking, how? Yeah, yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Um, before we talk about Liverpool, obviously Man City trash Brew. Brugge, sorry. Yeah. Easy win. Yeah. Uh, RB Leipzig getting a draw with Paris Saint-Germain is a big result, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. For that. Yeah, that's about it. Journey one, album double. Yes, yeah. Did yeah. you watch the game, Rob? The Liverpool game? Uh, yeah, I did. I watched that this morning. Yeah. Okay, what, what did you think, you think of that game? Um... <clears throat> I don't know about you, Tris, but I really struggle to watch Atletico Madrid play. They make me sick. They make me sick the way they play the game. I mean, not discounting, you know, some of the quality players and and such that they got, but the way they go about the game and their antics, I, you know, I know they're playing against my team, but, mate, my blood boils when I watch that team play. They give me the shits, they do. The way they were kicking about Mane and, oh, <laughs> I'm not going to repeat they some of the expletives that I was. To be fair. Oh, they gave it to Mane. And then they were complaining and he was, about the yeah, red he was, card. Yeah, the, the thing that got me is the referee was giving them free kicks after they'd hacked Mane to the floor. And yeah. then they were getting yeah. a free kick for it. And you're thinking, hang on, and even book money for getting fouled. I mean, yeah. just thinking yeah. this ref's oh. a fucking moron. Yeah, yeah. What did you think about this? Well, if, 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 if you watch it, Bill, the re- I'm, not, I'm not saying it was a red card because it's one of those where it, it's borderline for me. If you watch it again... The first, the initial contact, he makes contact on the, he stamps on the back of the ankle. The question is whether it's just a running motion and he's running and he yeah. just catches him on the back of the ankle accidentally or whether he does it deliberately. That's the question and that's, that's where the referee right. has to decide on. For me, that's what it looked that's like. Deliberate. And it's the second one and then he trips him afterwards when that doesn't take him out. For me, having watched Atletico Madrid, I'm sorry, but I can't believe he didn't do that deliberately because that's the way they play. They go out to injure the exactly. opposition all the time. Yeah, so I, I can't give him the benefit of the doubt like I would if it was, say, um, exactly right. Arsenal playing them. If it had been Arsenal playing, I'd have said that's really harsh because I think it probably it would probably been an accident. But when it's Atletico mm. Madrid, they deliberately do this. Yeah. This is what they do. And I'm sorry, but he deserved to go off, in my, in my opinion. Yep. That's, yep. that's how I see it. He didn't. In my opinion, he didn't. Only for the simple reason. A referee can't decide before the game at a, uh, Atletico at a, a horrible side. They are a horrible side. But I don't think he can predetermine that. And I think he tripped him. Yeah. And I think for him not coming back, to answer to the referee when the referee was beckoning him. 
Yes. I think it should have been a yellow card, then a yellow card for the sense, and I think he should have been off. But for but the actual trip, I don't it, think it, it was a, a red card. Yeah, for the trip. But we're not talking about the trip. Before the trip, if you can't, you can't right. see it on the yeah. initial on the initial shot because it's head on. You can't see it. But if you turn nice. it round, when they showed a second, I mean, even the commentators was watching on being sports, even they, because I was saying that he looked like he said, you know, I when I saw it, and when they'd watched it again at half time, like the commentators on the uh, the footage on being sports were saying in the second half, they were saying, ah, now we've seen it again. We actually see what he saw. It, you know, it's hard. It's probably harsh because it could have been accidental. Right. Well, that, but he definitely stands on the back of his, on the yeah. back of his, you know, on the back of his heel as he's running. Right. Then, he trips, then he trips him afterwards. The trip's a second thing. But where the referee stood, he could potentially have seen. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the referees made the decision for. The commentators on the TV were saying, you know, initially saying it must have been for this descent, but. I've never seen a referee yeah. do that. I've never seen a referee give a decision like that for dissent ever in any game. They never do. They never they bottle it when it comes to dissent. No, no. So they, they I you just know, wondered what he, he was doing. I, I think, think you know, I just couldn't get what he was on about. Yeah, I honestly think he saw that stand, you know, the stamp on the ankle as a deliberate. He thought this right. is he's been watching them play. They've been doing this to Mane since the kickoff. They've deliberately targeted him. They've clearly decided to take him, you know, and they've clearly gone to wind him up and get him sent off. That's the, that was what they were deliberately doing. You could see it every time he got the ball. Yeah. They were just hacking his legs out from under him. And I think the referee just saw that and thought, do you know what? I can't believe he's not deliberately stamped on his ankle rather than it's just he's running behind him and he's caught his ankle. I think he's just right. looked at it and he's gone, after the way they've treated him, I can't believe that's not deliberate. I mean, you can't if you've seen if you've seen a player getting hacked every time he gets near the ball, and then somebody else does it to him. You do start to just think, no, this is just deliberate policy. It's just different people taking turns to kick him. So that that's what right. I thought. Yeah, it, it was the actual trip. No, not a not a penalty, uh, not a red card. That's a booking. Yeah, yeah I agree I with you totally. I never see the person. Yeah, no, he, he actually does before he, he he takes it's a step or two afterwards when he trips him. You know, when he actually kicks yes. his leg out from under him, that's a step or two later. No, there's another one just yep. before. But when you watch the initial camera angle, because you head on to it, you can't see it mm. at all. You can't actually see that that's happened. But when you see it from around the other side, it's one of those that could have really dam you know, could have ended it could have ended a three four months out. You know what I mean? It could have really done yeah. serious injury because it was on the back yeah. of his right. um, on the back of his uh, ankle. You know what I mean? On his calf and it ran. That it was a, you know when you watch it, you're like, oh, that that's gonna hurt. And if Manic Manic mm. could have stayed down and really played on that like they were doing. Because every time they yeah. went down, they were holding their faces when the you know when it was on the back of the head and that, weren't it and stuff? And you're thinking, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, and all that. Oh, they, they, why they? I mean, the guy who did it anyway, he should have been booked before then. Uh, for that's a, exactly for what I was about to say. So like he he, he went should have been booked about mm, two minutes beforehand. Yeah, and maybe then he wouldn't have made the challenge. So it would have been a exactly totally right. different contest. So the referee may exactly may have right. caused yes. the problem himself doing that. But for me, I think he's just looked at it and he's gone, stood on his ankle there. That's he's done that deliberately, and that's what the referee's given. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe, I don't believe this. He's given it for dissent because he showed no sign of taking any notice of that. 
You know no, it I mean? couldn't be for dissent anyway, because well, he yeah. didn't that. He uh, gave them I, two yellows, and uh, I thought, if you give him two yellows, that's fair enough, because he just wouldn't cut them. No, he, the ignoring the referee's instructions can be a straight red. I've, I've seen, oh, nice. uh, I was looking at it because somebody said it on the coverage. And I was, I've, I was never, I've never it. seen one sent off no. for it myself. No, though. no, I've never, and I don't think he did because he's act. It, it, the way you sort of the way he was acting, I don't think he was like he wasn't really like, uh, you know, like a Mike Dean would be really demonstrative. You know what I mean? You, you don't. He didn't look like he was. Yeah. He was trying to show off for the. I didn't. I didn't get that impression of him. I don't know why the commentators seemed to think he, that was what it was. I think that was only because they missed the stamp on the ankle, and that's why they didn't. They I didn't think see he was. It. Was he? He was poor all game for me. Too. Yeah, he was all. I thought he could have been a lot, given a lot more yellow cards out than he did, and I thought the play acting. I hate all the play acting. Oh. You know, you, you've got to... You, I don't mind if a referee gives people with this sense uh, doing that, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, all of that. But he just had a really bad game, and that's why I thought he'd made a, a bad decision with the... Uh, thing. Obviously, you've explained it now. Uh, it was for something before. The thing. But he, yeah. he just looked to have no control on the game. No, he, he didn't at anyway. all. He, he was terrible. I think it was his first big game, wasn't it, as well, which didn't help. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever to be honest with you. I don't know. He wasn't the uh, the one I, I can't remember which game it was. as a French referee. I think it might have been this the Real Madrid Shakhtar game. Oh, the referee may as well have just put. Yeah, it was. It was the Real Madrid Shakhtar game. He might as well have just put a Real Madrid shirt on. He was just so. You know, when you watch, you think, "What's he get? What? How is that a foul for Real Madrid?" How is that every you know? And even the but like, and then you watch this one, and it was exactly the same. When you watch it, and it's like, hang on, that should have been a corner for Liverpool, but he's given a goal kick or throw in for Liverpool. He's yeah. given them a throw in. You think, how are they yeah, these yeah. bads? And I don't, I don't believe That's they are. Awful. I think the Spanish leagues, so I, I Spanish, I wouldn't put it past them to have paid off every ref in the game. To be honest, <laughs> honestly, I just wouldn't. They don't think cheating's a bad thing. They honestly don't see it as a bad thing unless they get caught. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that is true. Yeah. That is the way they think of it in the country. It's scary. Really is. Look, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one to. You know, to to hang too much shit on on a on a team or a player of an opposition. You know, if someone goes out there and they're playing better than you, or you're singly one player is destroying you. I'm not one to sit there and slag him off, but I'm telling you now, boys, that that club, the way they play, how they coach, the way the coach carries on. And the only uh, he's, oh, he's not a nice him, is he? Seriously, I can't handle it. I mean, so we're winning, we were two nil, we were two up, and I was still angry. You know, what I mean, usually you're like, oh, whatever, but that makes me sick. The way they play, the play acting, the hacking of players. They're carrying on. They're, they're, they're now my, my, my outside of England nemesis. I did, cannot did stand see, them. Did you see what he did at the end of the match, though, as well, Simeone? He, you know, he did the handshake thing. Oh, at the handshake thing, because they stayed on it uh, deliberately oh. to see what he did. You know, to see if he'd shake. He didn't shake hands, did he? No, what happened was 
He stayed out there. Klopp's gone running onto the field, you know, congratulating all the players. Simeone waited by the sideline like he's going to wait until, you know, to give him a handshake. Like, so he's saying, you know, he's giving all, get, get, you know, shaking the hands of all the players. As soon as Klopp walked over towards him to go and shake, you know, as if to shake his hand, he turns and buggers off down the tunnel straight away. The minute Klopp starts to walk over to him, I thought, you sad little twat. You really are what, a pathetic little bitch. What a worm. How can you not shake the hand of the opposition manager? Regardless, regardless if you lose 10 nil or you lose 1 nil. At the end of the day, it's, you know, it's, it's a respect sport. Shake the opposition manager's hand. I don't know how hard it can be. You know, Klopp was saying. You're only bringing the game into disrepute. If you don't shake the manager's hand. That's surely bringing the game into disrepute because it's all about simply all about sportsmanship. And as Rob, yep. you said, Rob, if you get beat ten 0 shake the man's down and say, "Well done," you know, yep. some respect. You know what I mean? Yep. Not shaking someone's hand is the definite lack of respect, mm-hmm. and yep. I don't like that whatsoever. Just a loser, mate. You know? Just a loser. Uh, just I just don't see the look. problem with it. I mean, it's hardly the biggest, per- you know, it's hardly the worst thing in the world to shake someone's hand, is it? It's not going to kill you. No. No. No, show a bit of dignity. But he's got no dignity, Simeone. I, don't, I didn't like him when he played. I don't like him when he the manager. Nah, he's a horrible man. He, uh, he was a great player, but he was a dirty shit. Let's be honest. Just carries yeah. on like a prick. And like I said, there's no there's no other team I'd like to see lose other than them from now on. I just can't stand them. Yeah. And, uh, and, and nothing made Ronaldo. me happier. <laughs> Nothing made Real me happier than seeing, than seeing. Oh, I don't like them either. Trust me, <laughs> I'm not a fan of those clubs. But nothing made me happier this morning as well, other than the result, than seeing bloody Suarez. Goal disallowed after he did nothing the whole <laughs> yeah. game. I did enjoy that. Ruled it off. I, I can't because at the time I was like, I don't know if they've ruled it off for a foul when someone's pushed their hands down or offside, but. When that got disallowed, I, I let out the biggest scream while I was watching it because <laughs> if there's another player, if there's another person I don't like, yeah, I, it's that, that, that man either. I did. That, that was where I just, I was kind of swearing quite a bit at that point because it's just like, I, you know, <laughs> I knew, you know, you still think we're going to win, but like, you know, not him score. For God's sake, please, no. Yeah. That's, uh, at least he was getting booed as well, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Well, I can't yeah. believe it. They, they, yeah, they, like, were, like, they were talking about it and they were saying, oh, he shouldn't get booed because of what he's done for Liverpool. I was thinking, what did he do? He tried to destroy yeah. the club. He took the club to court. Yeah. He tried to get a move to frigging Arsenal, for God's sake. I remember on the site the other week, you were having a vote on uh, Liverpool's best ever players, best ever forwards. And if you went over Potton Suarez, what? and I had to go on and say... How could you have know him as one of your best forwards? It was like Michael Owen, uh, Rushy, uh, Daglish, Keegan, and all people are wanting. That's as far as we're getting all these votes. Why are you voting for him? What if he was an absolute disgrace? They haven't seen Daglish play. That's what it comes down to. Because if they had, <laughs> they wouldn't be even considering Suarez as better. There's just no way. You just don't. Yeah. If you've seen Dargley's... Probably, Dog probably play, all my age. Yeah, I mean, what, don't you watch... Vid- you know what I mean? You can watch videos on the internet these days. Why don't they watch them? If they support the club, mm. you know, find out about it. It's history. Yeah. 
Just, just couldn't believe it. You can understand them not seeing Billy Lidl, because he's, you know, yeah. there's not much footage of him not playing. Sam McCall, yeah. <laughs> Only Billy remembers him. <laughs> Sorry, I remember Bill. him playing, but uh, never Do you remember seen him. him? <laughs> Did you? Oh, that's, that's a shame, that, because I'd love to have known what you thought of him. Because everything I've, I mean, he's such a, I mean, he's a proper legend. If you read, yeah. I mean, he was only part time, you know, and I'm a, you know, a um, part time pro. He was an accountant as well. He was oh, the only well, one of the yeah. team. And yet he was the best player by far. Yeah, he was working as a counter, but he only trained twice a week. And yeah. then he spent most of his, he spent all his evenings at do, you know giving talks to boys' clubs and schools and stuff. You know, he's, he's most of his time was spent doing stuff like charity work and stuff. Brilliant man. Well, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, when it, you could understand them not picking him though, is what I was trying to say. And you never done a race of him, Jess. I'm in the middle of, that's why I've noticed, because I'm in the middle of doing a uh, article on him, oh, I know, a research on an article for him, on him, because he's yeah, just, once, once you read about you're just thinking, this guy's just incredible, you see what, I mean, they were called Little Paul, because he was that good, he was yeah. a king, <laughs> so he's brilliant, I mean, but yeah, it's, to suggest Suarez is in the same same class as a player like that just makes you feel a bit sick, to be honest. He's got no class whatsoever. Yeah. And Darglis, you've done so much after Hillsborough and that. To compare yeah, the two, yeah. it's just... No. Yeah, ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we'd if he'd been as great as Darglis, Liverpool would have won this season, and, you know, when he was playing at his peak. But they didn't. Yeah. Because he wasn't the great. No. I mean, he wasn't even good in his first season. If everyone forgets that, every, you know, the first six months, like he wasn't that good. People seem to forget that. He struggled in the first he six months. Goals, didn't he? Horrible person. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he scored a lot of goals. Yeah, just a vile man. Yeah, absolutely. It's totally right, Rob. Are we on to predictions, yes? Oh, I was just going um, to mention what the scores are. Oh, the sorry. Uh, Rangers are losing 1-0. West Ham are losing 1-0 at Genk. Uh, Rangers, yeah. Ooh, right. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really it. But, you know, that's the only games with British clubs in, so... And there's no big... Baltic are playing tonight as well, aren't they? they play tonight, yeah, they're the so... later game, so... Oh, are they? Oh, yeah, 8 okay. o'clock kick-off. Your okay, time, okay. obviously not eight o'clock your time, Rob. Don't get confused. <laughs> so <laughs> so do we, we'll do the predictions <laughs> next, then, yeah? Yeah. Okay then. Right. So I got to find the right sheet. Right. I've got loads of notes today. Actually, been prepared. Well, what's that's the point? What are we going to do <laughs> about what are we going to do about deeps and uh, Abid score? I mean, you don't want Abid don't want to lose his score because he was doing so well. Take those footers in tomorrow. Take them footers in tomorrow. Yeah. Who deeps us? Yeah, did Jake send you his prediction? No, but he's winning anyway, so it doesn't matter. Bollocks to him. He shoots you a chance to catch up. Yeah. 
Uh, it's his own fault. He's the one that's he's the one that didn't want to do it today because he hadn't seen any games. He's still sulking because Ole's not being sacked. That's what the problem <laughs> is. So he's still crying. Yeah, that's what's happened there. Right. So we're at Southampton Villa. So I don't know which order you two want to go. Do you want to go first, Rob? Considering you're behind. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, I've got Southampton nil, Aston Villa nil. Oh. And Billy? I'm going Southampton 2, Villa 0. I think that room's going to continue for Smith. And he's going to be young out to drive. There you go. That's a big one there then. Right, now on to the Manchester Derby. Manchester United 2, Manchester City 4. Oh shit, I've written that in the wrong spec. Sorry, hang on. Right, yeah, go on. Um, High-scoring game, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I can't see it happening, like. <laughs> not with them. Not oh, with them. Not, not with United getting two. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the one-all draw for that. Cristiano Ronaldo will get the equaliser in 87th minutes. I was thinking in Rob's, is that a Cristiano Ronaldo hat trick? Two for uh, Man United and an own goal. (laughs) That would be funny. Should put money on that. (laughs) Brentford versus Norwich is the next one. Uh, I've got Brentford 2, Norwich 0. And Billy? I'm going for 3 0 to Brentford. I thought somebody might have tipped Norwich, you know, finally going to Turkey. No. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Uh, Chelsea versus Burnley. Chelsea 4, Burnley 0. Ooh, 4 0. And Billy? And Chelsea 1, Burnley 0. Not as easy as you think. Are they still missing? Are they still missing the strikers, Lukaku and that? Yeah, they're yep. still missing Lukaku, and they've come off a good result. And you know the uh, bit of buoyancy in the club. I think they might make it hard work for Chelsea. Yeah, and Chelsea have been away travelling in the Europe, so. Yeah, very much so. And this is the See, kind of game you want Lukaku we... for, because this is the kind of game he does well in, because he's a flat trap bully. Yeah. Yeah, he has a flat track These are the things I wish I think thought about before I put my results in. <laughs> well, try and help you, but you <laughs> thinking of these things, but nobody listens to me, so I don't know why I bother. It's not like I know anything about predictions anyway, because I don't do any. So, this is why I don't do any, because I think them, too, I think them through too clever, too much. Like you know what I mean, and I end up just completely confusing myself. <laughs> Palace versus Wolves. I've got Crystal Palace 1, Wolverhampton 1. Bilbo? Well, 2-1 to Palace. In a bit of a good run at the moment, Palace. And I don't think Wolves are still firing on all cylinders. They only played Everton last week, so you can't really judge them on that. I think they might get beat by Palace Wolves. So it's 2-1 to Crystal Palace. Right. So we've got Brighton versus Newcastle next. 
I've got Brighton 2, Newcastle 0. Um, Billy? Brighton 3, Newcastle 0. I don't think Newcastle at a match for Brighton shouldn't be anyway by any respects. And I think Brighton, as you know, I'm a big fan of Potter. Decent team, done well last week at Liverpool. I think they're going to have far too much for Newcastle this weekend. You just wanted to get that in again, didn't you, about them doing well at Liverpool? Yeah. That's all, that was Absolutely all that was about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'd ever mention anything about you getting beaten by the worst team no, in Premier no, League history know. or anything like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know you don't know. No, it's, I can't understand why you do this, Bill. It's <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal versus Watford. I've got Arsenal 3, Watford 1. And Billy? Arsenal 4, Watford 0. Far too good for them. The worst oh. side in the country. <laughs> <laughs> As in <an> Everton. <laughs> Speaking of Everton, Everton Spurs is next. Uh, I've got yeah. Everton 1, Tottenham 3. Everton 1, Tottenham 3. Trust me, that would have been a lot different if uh, Nuno was still in charge. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to call that with Nuno in charge, I tell you. Come on, Billy. Everton 0, Tottenham Hotspur 2. Harry Kane with two oh. goals for Conte coming back to the Premiership. Big boost for the club. Everton in a poor run of form with a lot of injuries. It's going to be a very one-sided affair, I'm afraid. Conte does seem to do well with players as well, you know what I mean? Trouble players, yeah. to get them working he's a, well. He's a good man-manager, Conte. Mm. Not yeah. a great style of, fan of his style, but yeah. he does do well with players. Leeds versus Leicester's next. Have Leeds 1, Leicester 2. Mm. And Bilbo... Leeds nil, Leicester two. But going for Leicester there. Yeah. Right, and the final game of the weekend is West Ham versus Liverpool. Now this is the one that probably gave me the biggest headache because we're playing West Ham away and they're looking pretty good, but I still think we'll get the points. I've got West Ham one, Liverpool two. I'd be worried then for a second. I thought you said nil. I was like, huh? <laughs> Billy? Uh, West Ham won, Liverpool won. I think a draw from two good sides. And both had a bit of a midweek uh, hardship. The game's a bit tired. And, uh, but I think West Ham, they're a good side. And I think he might give Liverpool a couple of problems. You can't with Sedgham back against Salah score. Salah to score for me for Liverpool, but West Ham to sneak a draw out of it. That's the same result you went for last week as well. It's bright. I say yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. I hope you're wrong, like, but interesting. Of course um, you do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do we want to? Do we want to do any of the? New stuff before we. I don't know if there's anything. Go on, tell us what's in the. Well, 
I'll just I'll I'll run the, some stories past you and tell us whether you want to talk about them or not. That's probably the best way, isn't it? So, yeah, uh, Man United, uh, Ole done enough to save his job for the long term, or do you think the uh, derby will kill it, or possibly injuries save him because he's got so many injuries, he's got an excuse even if they get hammered. Just delaying the inevitable. Drop delaying the inevitable. He's going to go. It mightn't be till after Christmas, but he will be going. And he's been found out. And nothing is going to save him. Even a win at Man City probably won't save him. I think we all know he's not good enough for the job. And things are going to have to change if United want to be contenders for the European uh, Champions League spot. Sorry. And I think he will go, but it's going to be after Christmas. So nobody thinks he'll survive the season. Yeah, I, 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 I think he, I think he still will. But moving forward in the long term, it's inevitable to me that he's going to get sacked because he's never going to, in my opinion, win a major trophy with them, and he's just going to continue to be on that same wood, same sort of trajectory that he's on now. So I don't see any sort of um, happy ending for Ole and United. Interest. I. Th- I think he'll see the season out. To be honest, I yeah, just don't think they've right. got any appetite unless he's unless they completely fail to get anywhere near the top four. <laughs> in which case, then they're in trouble. I think if they're going to be something like and very possibly will be, like say the ten points off the off the top of the league by Christmas. I think the owners will have to have a think that they might get Champions League football and that's their big goal, the money in it. And if they think that's in doubt, I think he'll go. And I think they will be ten points behind the leaders. Yeah, that's that's how I see it. If it, if it, you know, if they fall too far behind and they're not gonna get in the yeah. top four, he'll go. But I, I don't think I can't see that happening. I can see them finishing top four just because there isn't anybody else. Unless Spears yeah, under Conte turning on, I really can't see who yeah, else. I can see what you're saying. I don't know if they're going to go on a run. I can't see them going on a run. To say, oh, they've got like four or five games on the bounce there. I don't think they're the type of side where you can say, I'm going to beat five teams on the run. I just can't see it. Yeah, but we will, we've thought that ever since Ole's taken over, and yet somehow. Somehow he just seems to get jammy when they think, you know, when the chips are down, doesn't he? And they yeah, just go on one of these. Not the last well, you'd think not, but you know, these, he does seem to have the. Uh... Come, sorry, Rob. I was sorry. I was no. I was just going to ask if you guys have already spoke about Conte to um. No, that was that um, was the next on the list. Ah, okay. So, cool, you just jump ahead. Go on. Just jump on. Sorry, no, no, no. no, jump on. That was no. the next one, so no, you saved no. me to bother. I didn't, I didn't know if, if you guys had already spoken about it. What's your take on that? Did you think that's the right move? I, personally, I think I think it's going to... It's probably a good move for Spurs. I think, obviously, anything would have been better than what they had, but specifically Quante, I, I just think because he was linked to, obviously, United when, you know, the whole... Ole sacking was spoken about in the last few weeks or so. I just think he suits Spurs a lot more than he suited going to United. I, I've got a 
I've got a feeling he might improve them a fair bit, to be honest. Yeah, I think you might be right, Rob. I think uh, I think he'll do a good job. And that's as I said before, I'm not a fan of his type of football, but I think he's a good man manager. I think he'll get the best out of the players. And I think he, Tottenham have got some really good players. I think it might be Harry Kane reborn. I mm. think uh, Nuno wasn't the right choice, especially for his style of play for Harry Kane. And I think you might see Harry get a new lease of life and start scoring. And Son might just, if that happens, Son will be back on fire. And I think mm. they'll, they'll move up the league. They will move up the league. I just kind of was, you know, hoping we played Tottenham while they had Nuno there. The problem I have with Conte is, it's not really a Tottenham manager, is he? He doesn't play the Tottenham way. You know, you think of Tottenham, you think of open attacking football. He doesn't play that. And he tends to be um, confrontational (laughs) with those above him. You know, the... Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. And Levy's an arsehole. So it's only going <laughs> to end in tears. And the problem is, Levy's a part owner of the club, which is why he's still there in the first place. So yeah. there's only one winner in that situation. It's just a matter of time. But in the meantime, he'll improve them and take them forward. It's just how long he... It's just, will it be the rest of this season he gets? Or will it be two seasons or what? You know, it's just how long, isn't it? Do you think it's short-term fix? Definitely short-term. Yeah, he, he won't last long there. Not with Levy. There's no way those two could work together for long. Just no way. I just can't see it. They're too... So they you think be you would have better off going to United? Hmm. It'd have been an easier job for him. As mm. in, like, they'd have just left him be. You know what I mean? Let him do it all. Yeah. Bring in the staff he wants and stuff like that, but... United are a mess, and they need a lot of you know they need a lot of work, and they don't really have the players for his system. Whereas Spurs, they don't really have the players for any other system than a, than a back three. So yeah, I can see, as in terms of the teams, Spurs are better suited for the way Conte plays. But it's just longevity. Yeah, but then what does he care about longevity? He's got an eighteen-month contract. If he leaves, he'll leave with, with millions in his pocket. So. Yeah, I think it'll all depend on results. If he gets them score, I think it'll be the best thing since sliced bread for the Spurs supporters. And I think it, I think he will get them firing. I think he's a better manager than Nuno. Mm. I think he'll get Nuno to players that have been underachieving. He's not just for doing that. I'm not saying that they're going to be the best watch because Conte's sides never are. But Effective manager, very effective, and I think he will make them a better side and get them to the table. And then Levy hasn't got a hasn't got a chance to sack him. Oh, don't de- things They'll definitely improve. Yeah, yeah. He, he can't. I mean, he couldn't make them any worse than what they have been under. No, to he be fair, Let's be honest. That's um, a fair point. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. But the, yeah, he's a he's a good coach, and he'll get them playing better. He'll improve the players and that. Like, but it, it's the only issue is him and Levy working together. It's just yeah, it just doesn't seem like a good fit. Yeah. 
as I say, I think results are going to dictate how well he does. You know, obviously, but you know, if he's got if he gets them points and he starts moving up the table, he job done. And you know, they'll be if you get a chance of getting top four or getting certainly your Europa League. I don't think Levy will want to get rid of him. You say that, but ask Inter Milan, he won the league for them last season and they still got rid of him. You know, in a bit yeah. of a, they He still left. Yeah. Well, whichever way yeah. whichever way you want to look at it, he still ended up, you know, he's out of work. So, just saying, there's, a, there's definitely, it's definitely not a long-term fix, is it? Let's be honest. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not very long-term, no. But he'll get that final and I expect them to really improve. Oh, definitely. Right, so we'll move Starting on. this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, not, who are they playing? Is it Everton? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's got is it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Oh, unlucky. <laughs> yeah. So, Newcastle then, the next one, when we're talking about jobs, manager jobs. They've been turned down by Emery, so right. where do they go now? I mean, is it. The ones that are being linked, obviously Fonseca. We know they've been looking at Fonseca, Howe, and Gerard is another one whose name keeps getting popped up. Though whether that's just like Celtic fans mentioning him in hope or what, I don't know. I mean, who do you look at? I mean, if you're Newcastle, where do you go? Surely Emery was a Gerard's stupid one. Ready, anyway. yes. I don't think Gerard's ready yet, personally. No. Uh, He's all right where he is. Let him serve his time in Scottish football. Maybe move to a lower a Norwich or someone yeah, like that. He might do a good job there. Yeah, or a, or a worse <laughs> <than> Norwich, <laughs> yeah, like heaven. Yeah. He might do something there, but he's not ready for a project like Newcastle. That's a project. They need someone strong with the helm. And Alan Francesca was not a bad shout. Eddie Howe would be an absolute disaster for me. What I, what I think anyway, already out. He'd be and, looking uh, good. Yeah. The money that I have. Yeah, he would be, but he's not a good enough manager to manage good players. He's a he's a Bournemouth full sort of manager for me. No one, no low expectations. Uh, Dad is going to have high expectations, and he's not the man for Newcastle. They need they need a big name to go with the big money that you've got. Who it is, I really can't tell you. I think Carlo Fonseca would have probably been the best shout, but I really don't know. Unai Emery turned them down. That says a lot for Newcastle. Um, <laughs> but it's it's got to be someone else. It's got to be someone else for me. Would you address, would you have as a Newcastle manager if you were in Newcastle? I think I said earlier, didn't I? Uh, Ranjik, someone like that, come in and take oh, over. Oh yeah, Ralph Ranjik, yeah. Someone like that who sets up the, you know, sets up the uh, team, you know, gets them, saves them from relegation, hopefully, but then builds the like he did with RB. Someone, you know, yeah. someone like that, you know, who can build for the long term and move up to becoming a um, director of football. Once he's finished the spell, you know, got them settled yeah. and sorted, steps up to a director of football and, te- and they can pick a manager like someone like Jesse Marsh, for instance. Yeah, 
to come in yeah. and stay, you know, and carry it on. That's what I would be looking yeah, at. Yeah, it's a good shot, It's a good shot. The important thing is they need someone to set up the whole club rather than, because they're building a whole club. Yeah. Man yeah. City did that by bringing in, um, uh, what's his name? Was it Villanova? Yeah. Tito Villanova, etc. You know, all the ones yeah. that had done the same yeah. at Barcelona under Pep, you know, and they put together and then they moved to Liverpool and did that under Rafa. Or was it the other way round? They went to Rafa to Pep. I can't remember now which way round they went. Now, but anyway, they'd done, you know, they built the Barca Academy and the Liverpool Academy, which obviously we see is is doing well now. Then they took them to to Man City and they built a whole club from they built it from the ground upwards. They didn't go and say you know they didn't buy, bring in the manager first. They got the background stuff done first. That was the important thing. That's what they yeah. concentrated on, and that's yeah. what Newcastle need to do. Yeah. Just not sure they've got the nouns yeah. to do it. That's the difference. Well, they've got good men behind them money wise, haven't they? You know they're going to want success. And they've got to pay money for it if they want success. So, yeah. like, someone's got a game, haven't they? Um, yeah, I'm just not sure they've got the right people in the right places to who know what they're doing, and it's because otherwise they'd be the first thing they'd be thinking of is get the director of football in, build the background, yeah. you know, build the uh, backup of the club, and then worry, you know, worry about the manager when they decide who the director of football is, someone who fits the, whatever the director of football wants. Yeah. But well, that's why I was saying uh, when Abid was on the other week, you know, and he, he thinks it was going to be three, two or three years before they get challenged with top four. I think, and I was saying eight to ten years. I think you will as well. Just mm, uh, definitely. It's not an easy. It's not a big. It's not a quick fix. It's got to be from the ground up. What they've got to build, and that's going to take time. It really is. What about you, Rob? Who I would appoint if I was Newcastle? Mm. Yeah. Well, you got to see what's out there. You know, the the men that you've that you've named is probably the best shout. Fonseca, Favre, or Favre, however you say, uh, people like that. Um, I wouldn't. Again, like Billy said, I wouldn't go down the the route of uh, Eddie Howe. I don't even know why they've looked at Unai Emery, to be honest, because I don't think he's, he's crash hot at all. Yeah, it's foreign Eddie Howe. Yeah, foreign Eddie Howe, and um, <laughs> the only thing I the only thing I liked when he was in England was when he used to say "Good evening." So, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, yeah, no, you've got to go down that route. Even what you said with Ren, Renrik, Ren, Ralph Renrik, um, however you say his name. Um. How's, how's Jesse Marsh actually faring at um, RB? I mean, it's like it's the way it's set up. So you can't really, you're not really judging a coach there. Because all they're doing Just is... Just following coach, the guidelines. Yeah, they're following a, uh, you know, a blueprint. It's, it's the same at Brentford. Mm. There's another team that you got to look at and work from. It's the way they've done it as well. If you're Newcastle, they're... I mean, for me, the the ultimate ideal choice for me, though, I still um, we mentioned it earlier. I think I said the one I would go for would be Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Give him what he wants. Give him what he wants in terms of you know we'll try and buy you any players you want. Let's see what you can do. 
he knows the league, doesn't he? He's quite really well respected as well, and you know, he, he but I don't think Brighton would want to let him go, obviously. And I don't know whether they're in Potter's remit to become, you know, is he better than himself by going to Newcastle? Certainly, and not in the near future. But you'd have to see what he thought of it, you know, but he's, and the money would be. He's one of those that would see it as a long term. That's why I was thinking him. Yeah. He would, he would yeah. see the long term project. He's one of those that could, and he could see it through from the beginning to the end, like he did with Osterson's. Yeah, they might fancy that, you know what I mean? But I think he'd be a great choice. Uh, I wanted him at Everton instead of before Rafa come. Mm. I'm happy with Rafa, but I wanted him from the oh, start. Yeah. I think he's, he's a top quality manager. And mm. as I say, knows the league and it's most of the players. And he's a. Uh, I think he's top quality. Mm. Well, I think he'd be fantastic at Everton. Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's not likely to be, though, is he? Right. Well, we'll move no. on to. Uh, it's got to be the Blatter and Platini story next, hasn't it? They've both been charged with fraud in Switzerland. Yeah, sooner the better. Get them yeah. in court and out them, and for what they are, to absolute thieves. Get them in prison because they're just two horrible, horrible men who made a, made a fortune out of the misfortune of clubs and players. I don't like any of them, don't like both of them. Get them in court and let them have their day in court. Because Platini actually went to the European Court of Human Rights to uh, to try and have his ban from football overturned. And they just said, nah, you're banned. Mm. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with that ban. You can't really complain, can you? No, no. <laughs> I just think what they should have said is, hang on, you already got four years or something in the end, because it was originally eight, I think, and then it got reduced to four. And you're thinking, hang on, that's what you should be saying is, damn, I got off lightly there. You know, you should, they, you the European Court of Human Rights should have said you should never be near football ever again in your life. Absolutely. Banter rights, absolutely banter rights in Amblatter. Only they accepted the bribes. Absolute scumbags that you would have hoped they get what they deserve to So you're suggesting you think they might be guilty then, Bill? Is that what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, possibly, I'm not sure. Still on the fence. Still on the fence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I really couldn't tell which, which way you were leading there, mate. You to, <laughs> I just wish you'd be more open about what you're thinking, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I will. I want to speak my mind from now on. Yeah, because those listening at home <laughs> want to know what you would, you know, which way you were going there. <laughs> it, did, it did sound kind of like you were supporting Blatter, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from a flyover, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Him and Tim. Oh, what was Tim Roth doing <laughs> making that movie? Jesus. Oh well. Yeah, I want to go there. But um, yeah, should we move on from that one? Like, there's not really a lot to say other than they're a pair of scumbags who've stolen money from the game yeah. and should be locked up. But yeah, let, let's move. Yeah. On. Did you hear about the uh, the match in Argentina's third tier? Where Is the, someone got yeah? So what, one of the, what happened was there was a game between Huracan Les Heras against uh, Ferro something or other. I've forgotten. I've, I haven't written down the rest of it in my notes now. Right. 
Huracan Les Jerez are winning 3-1. A fight breaks out between the fans of Huracan, like their own fans were fighting with each other. It spills out onto the pitch. Shots start, start ringing out as well. So all the players and the coaching staff and all that are trying to run for cover. And one of the coaches of Ferro got shot while they were doing it. But like, it was the Hurricane players. They were winning 3-1. And the fans <laughs> are still <laughs> causing a fight on the pitch. You're thinking, Jesus Christ. You can understand if they're losing and emotions t- you know, spill over a bit. When your team's winning 3-1, surely you just enjoy the game. <laughs> they weren't even yeah. fighting with the opposition fans. They were fighting with each other. <laughs> it's quite worrying. <laughs> Thank, Thank God yeah. it ended there. <laughs> Argentinian football. Anyone tell you it's a mess, don't believe them. It's obviously in good shape. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um. The next story is the uh, Christian Eriksen because now he's been told he can't play in Italy again. With them having the uh, what's it ICD is it the you know yeah. the pacemaker thing, so we can't yeah. play in Italy. Yeah, it's a shit shame for them really, isn't it? You know, the, some of the injuries uh, players have had heart problems, people going down. You know, you've got to feel for them. And I know they earn money, great money, and that, but it doesn't do much for you if you can't play it again, or you know, or it kills you. Feel sorry for him, man. You know what I mean. I think he's been a decent, decent footballer. That Sergio Aguero mm. had uh, trouble the other day, didn't he? Yeah. Actually, he rushed off to hospital. Yeah. They've said the same yeah. thing. They think he's got an irregular heartbeat and that, so he might have to have one of them fitted. Yeah, yeah. he's only thirty-three. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, what does Christian Eriksen do? I mean, in Holland, it's okay to play with one because Danny Blind. Uh, is it Danny? Yeah, Danny. What was it? Or was his dad Danny? I always get these weeks up. Which one's dead? Yeah, Daly, that's it. His dad was Danny, wasn't it? Blind. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Daly Blind, that's it. Yeah, the ex-Man United player. He's got an ICD fitted and he plays for Holland and um, Ajax. In fact, he scored, didn't he? The other, oh, yes. He scored, I think, last night or the night before when they played. Yeah, so, yeah, he's been playing... He's been playing with one of the with a pacemaker fitted for years, so you know Christian Eriks has still got it. He's still got it. Can still play, just won't be in Italy. Yeah, but it's like seems like it should be a worldwide thing, that shouldn't it? Or either none, or it shouldn't be down for the country. There should be a, a set thing. If you've got one, you can play. Or if you've got one, you can't play. It can't be different in different countries for me. Really. Don't like that. Yeah, it, it does seem odd, because this kind of thing, it should either be one thing, you know, you can't say, oh, it's all right. Because what happens when they play in Europe? Surely he shouldn't be allowed to play in yeah. Europe if he's not allowed yeah. to. I mean, what happens if he plays in Italy? Does, does Blind have to sit out if he's playing against an Italian team in Italy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I, think it'd be across the board, yeah. I mean, you know, is it only Italian teams playing in the Italian leagues that aren't allowed, you know, Italian... Is that how it works? Yeah, or is it like... You know, yeah, it must just be Syria thing rather than a, anything else. Because otherwise Blind wouldn't be able to play in Europe, would he? So, mm. Yeah. It does seem to, a bit odd, though. Yeah. Um, so then we got Barca's the last one, obviously. 
with getting rid of Koeman and uh, looking around for a new manager. And obviously they've been to Qatar to try and get Xavi. Because obviously, like I've said to you, there's a there's a thing, you know, it was the whole idea, the whole thing of him going to Qatar in the first place was, it was all set up along with the uh, shirt sponsorship deals and all that, like, with these, with the Qataris and that. It was, But what I didn't realise about it was... His the deal was he'd be there as part of the um, World Cup thing. They wanted him there to be part of the you know um, uh, making you know bringing it along to the World Cup. So they don't want to let him go before the World Cup. Because he's part of what makes, you know, he's part of their showing that, look, Qatar's got, we got Chavis managing for, you know, in the country. So we're a big country, you know, mm. we're, we're proper sports country, you know what I mean? And all that, like, he's you know, part of... contracts that, that he can go if he Barcelona Yes, but that only applies after the World Cup. That was what the deal oh, was. Right. Basically, he's there they, to build up to the World Cup and then... Yeah, yeah. And then, well, okay, fine. So, obviously, if he'd been doing shit, they'd probably have said, oh, well, sod you then, we'll get rid of you, we'll bring in somebody, you know, we'll just go and get another big name. But he's basically winning everything, so... So they're saying, oh, hang on a sec, you know, this was supposed to be after the World Cup before he'd be ready, you know what I mean? So you weren't going to take him off as part of the deal, like... And it's the Qatari rulers team Mm -hmm. that he's playing for. Because it's the Qatari ruler that set, you know, it's his companies that set up the sponsorship deals and all that, like, and it's his team outside. So, you know, you don't, it's not like it's a another team, you know what I mean? It's like the yeah. team with the rulers, so he's not like, he's not going to be easy to deal with, so. Because they've been out in Qatar, mm-hmm. all, they've been out in Qatar during the week, haven't they, Barcelona, trying to get him, trying to get the deal so awesome, yeah, yeah. be interesting to see what happens there if it had been after the yeah, world, man. if it was after the World Cup it, they, it wouldn't be a problem he'd be gone yeah so. yeah I can see I can see their point on that like you know he, he is a big name and he will draw attention and fans to the to the games you can see why they won but I don't know what's going to pan out do we it's one of those things where you, I, I can see why they want him, but yeah. let's be honest, it's not going to make any difference. And I mean, is oh, he really not. making a difference? To, is he changing the view of people about uh, about Qatar at all by being there? <laughs> I mean, nobody. Maybe th- nobody not. No. Maybe not. I mean, nobody thinks, oh, it's all right, because Xavi's there, do they? No, no, no. He's not doing human rights, is he? No, exactly. In fact, everyone's sort of saying, what an arsehole, go in there. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, how would you do that with the human rights abuses? People, that's what people are saying. And now he's coming yeah, out saying, yeah. oh, I want to go home to Barcelona. He's come out and said it. It's like, oh. Yeah. yeah, apparently yeah. they haven't lost the league. They haven't lost the league game since they restarted football in Qatar after the pandemic. So yeah, you see why they don't want to let him go. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's definitely. Well, I was that, boys? Because yeah. I'm going to have me uh, me dinner. Tea and toast, yeah. 
No, I'm not meeting you yet. I got in at four o'clock. I'm coming in. So, uh, oh, Bill. I'm meeting you now. Hey, what What's for dinner, Bill? What's for dinner? I'm having pizza tonight because I told her oh. not to give me nothing because uh, I have the podcast to do. So she put pizza in the oven and it's. Oh, bless I smell it ready now. Enjoy <laughs> your pizza, well, then, mate. I think you can have. It's probably in by now. Take care, mate. See you next Thursday. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, cheers, Rob. Bye-bye. See you, mate. See you next week, lads. Ta-da. Yeah, take care, See mate. Bye-bye. Oh, I'm bloody hungry now. <laughs> Bliss. Uh, right. Well, we might, as well call, we might as well end it there then, shall we? So, if you want, no worries. I will see you next Thursday then, Robbie. See you next Thursday, Tris. And anybody listening, if there is anybody listening, probably isn't, because I forgot to ask <laughs> Phil to put up links. But that's my fault, so we won't mention that. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.